Mother, man. Shout to the heart and your too plain. Darling, you give love a bad name. Spreading faster than a cold sore at a swingers convention. Violently penetrating every orifice within a 666 mile radius. A special yet brutal Valentine's Day edition of your favorite podcast. It's Murder Metal Mayhem! It's what you sell. You promised me heaven and put me through hell. Change of love. Got a hold on me. What the fuck, man? <laughs> How about that special <laughs> intro? I did? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Stacy kicking it, dude. <laughs> dude, yes, she did. And that's a bit of a tease for a hilarious double karaoke. Yeah, there's another one besides that. The other one's even fucking funnier, dude. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. We'll play them both at the end, but oh, God, yeah, it's good stuff. So that was a little tease of I karaoke did with your sister, Stacy. That oh, was yeah. just too fucking cool. Fuck yeah. So you'll have to keep listening to hear that, but it's worth the wait because it's, uh, it's good stuff, so... Um, how about the first show in the new Horns High Studios, man? It feels unusually comfortable. It's kind of strange. It is. <laughs> it, I know when I sat here working on stuff, it's just like I feel very comfortable in here. You right. Know? Started getting all the shit set up and whatnot. Yeah. yeah so it's it's, it's awesome. And uh, we're going to talk more about that because um, episode 43 is the one we're on. And it's going to be a good one. <laughs> Keep getting closer to the big 5-0, man. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one, too. That's going to be a good one. We'll talk a little bit more about that. We'll get some more details for you. Got a couple of announcements. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's going to be killer. Uh, now, last week, we did that bonus episode uh, with a CK discussion on the best metal albums of all time. That was a good one. I, I enjoyed it. Dude, doing I haven't that. even listened to it yet. I haven't oh, had time no. at work, man. Well, you've been busy, yeah. Like, because I normally listen to... Uh, our podcast and other podcasts, especially the ones that you and uh, CK did by yourselves right. at work, and I just haven't been able to lately, and just fucking annoying. Yeah, well, it's it's a good one because uh, it was just a cool, casual conversation we had about our favorite metal, and it was good. Some of the stuff oh, yeah. was similar, and then some of it was really like different. Way off. Like, I could, I could see it. Like, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? That's stupid. <laughs> no, motherfucker. I could see it. <laughs> it was very civil, but CK right, right. was uh, throwing down his vast metal knowledge, so he's just yeah. a fucking beast. And, of course, we've got CCK in here with us, so these guys watching us, on uh, YouTube, this is the very first time we've ever done this, so this is kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, this is fucking so crazy. You guys up, over there, uh, we'll be doing this. Uh, maybe not every episode, but we'll, we'll see. Throw some on every now and again. Yeah, I think it's fun to do. We'll we'll see how much more work I can create for myself. <laughs> I must be a fucking masochist to volunteer for fucking all that. Putting yourself through all that. I'm shit I'm going to see how this goes, and then we'll play it by ear. No promises, but I'd like to do more of these. I think it'll be fun. Fuck yeah. Um, but this week we got, you know, the new studio, so that's awesome. It's Valentine's Day this week. Actually, the day this episode comes out oh, yeah, is going to be on Valentine's Day. So happy so. Valentine's Day, ladies. That's right. <laughs> and you got the perfect hat for it there. <laughs> the Ted the, Bundy hat. The yeah. Ted Bundy. And what does it say in case uh, maybe uh, look yeah. at the so they could see? 
Hello, ladies. There you go. So, <laughs> so you got your special Ted Bundy hat, which is perfect for Valentine's Day. And, you know, why not do the lovesick Belle Gunness? Um, she the put a butcher lot of, of men, dude. <laughs> wow. She was a badass bitch, and she was all about the money, man. She was... Don't fuck around with a Norwegian woman, apparently, dude. I guess not, man. <laughs> Holy shit, but... She was definitely fucked up. I can't remember. Oh, it was I advanced ordered the book we've got here on display, Hell's Princess by Harold Schechter. Um, I had advanced order because I love Harold's books. Right. I advanced ordered it and I forgot about it. And then one day it showed up in the mail. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot I ordered that. So I got it right away when it came out and read it and loved it and i was like oh we got to do this this yeah, is just she's fucking, fucking sick. nutty bitch dude i didn't know anything about her until i read that so then when i went back and looked at stuff you know like you saw there's there's some content out there yeah podcasts sure. and uh some docs a couple and, docs that i watched and i've audiobook same this book oh so. right right yeah so it's it's really good um so definitely we'll get into her you know norway to Chicago and then ended up in LaPorte, Indiana and did some pretty evil shit. So yeah, perfect for Valentine's day. Right. So we've also got some Valentine's day wishes, uh, from some of our serial killer friends out there. Apparently yeah, periodically we'll be throwing them out there. Let you know what they got to say to you. Yeah. Cause some are from beyond the grave too. So I don't know how we got them, but apparently Donnie, uh, Weimer over at uh, killer culture shop, he's got some sort of portal, that he gets, where he can connect because <laughs> he's been sharing them. I, so we'll, I, we'll dole them out throughout the episode. I think you guys will let like you know that. what they have to say. That's right. And of course we got our boy CK, uh, calling on Skype and doing a good one this time, man. Spinal tap. The fucking <laughs> best band in the world. You got to go to 11, man. Right. <laughs> I told to. him when he calls, make sure his phone was up to 11. So. <laughs> So, yeah, so we're going to tap into America. We just watched uh, the uh, Spinal Tap on Friday. I hadn't seen yeah. it in a bit. I love it. Dude, that I haven't movie. seen that in so fucking long, It's so man. fucking it's ridiculous. Hilarious. It's so funny. So we're <laughs> going to talk about that. It should be good. And, uh, you know, with songs like Sex Farm, Lick My Love Pump, and Big Bottoms, I mean, how could you go wrong on Valentine's? <laughs> Lick My Love Pump. Yeah. <laughs> That's when he's playing the real sad song of the right, piano. That's yeah. fucking too good. That's fucking awesome. He's like, that's a bit oh, of, depar- of a departure from your usual. What do you call that? Lick my love. He's <laughs> <laughs> like the look on his face, like, wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, so that should be fun. And we got a good killer, kill- killer cage match this week. We're going totally off the rails with this, <laughs> yeah, one, this one's like fucked up i don't even remember how we got this idea <laughs> well i remember i texted you that we should do uh gacy because we, yeah, we got the gacy mask if you guys can zombie see Ed Gein. and we got the zombie Ed Gein over here so maybe you know because they're staring each other there's, down yeah, they're straight up ufc fucking stare down yeah i mean <laughs> it, this is you know like a prison fight type shit right right know? and then then I thought, well, what about Dominus? He's just hanging out over there, you know. He could take. He's fighting both of them tonight. Right. So <laughs> we're gonna have Dominus versus those two, which would be really funny. So we got some uh, 
listeners that commented with uh, some of the yeah. random numbers. We got three this time, three people, three objects. Right. And so Thomas Owsley, Carolyn, and Mobak, your mom, providing hey, some thanks, random Ma. numbers <laughs> for the objects. So you have to listen in the Mayhem segment to find out what they're going to be fighting with and how it turns out. So it should be pretty cool. Plus, we got parts four and five kind of combining yeah, it into one. Put them together. That's what you're saying. Five was kind of short anyway. So yeah, just kind so of. end up the Freddie Frankfurter saga. We're going to do that in the metal segment. And keep Chris on board we'll with us for that. keep CK on for that because he's involved in the last part of it, actually. So it'll be really funny to finish the Freddie Frankfurter saga uh, with CK uh, there with us. So that should be awesome. And uh, it kind of deals with the musical part of our Hobbit-like hero. So <laughs> Hobbit-like. I think that uh, I think it'll be a good segment for the for that is in Perfect. metal. So, and it's a good one. It's pretty funny because I involve um, a friend of mine who had never met Freddie, and I I played a joke on on Freddie and my friend together that like. I, I got to say, in the in the annals of pranks, this has pretty to go one. down as some pretty fucking involved, very uh, detail-oriented shit. So basically, anybody listening should be very frightened All right. if I know I where you live shit, because dude, I could do this shit <laughs> at just a whim, you know. So <laughs> Can't wait to hear it, it's man. Good. It's good. It's good. All right, and then, of course, we're going to be talking about the new studio and what it's like finally being in here after all this time. Uh, the pics have been posted. I put all the pics that we took in here when it was finished. Some and, good ones. Yeah. I love that one picture from outside the door where you look in and you see the like, kind of looks like the picture kind of looks like the room's on fire. Yeah. Like, holy fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's sick. Um, so we're going to talk about that, but we've also got the YouTube video that uh, the reveal, if you're not on our uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, you should because you'll be able to check that out. And we got some other video on there, too. And we'll be putting a lot more now that we've yeah. got this set up. So we're going to go and do that up. Um, and we've also got a cool announcement. We're actually going to hire somebody. That's kind of scary, dude. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to work for us? Fuck yeah. Times? <laughs> you want to actually say I work for murder metal man. <laughs> I don't know, but if you are, you want to listen because you're actually, if you are selected, you're actually going to pay you. This isn't like we're going to give you like chickens. Right. You know? uh, <laughs> hey man, here's a couple extra hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> right. That have been in my freezer for eight months. But no, we're going to actually, we'll talk about it later. But it's uh, it's going to be cool. A cool opportunity maybe for somebody to make some extra money and help us out in the process. So it should be a, a cool thing. So we'll talk about that later. And again, we always say thanks to you guys. But man, it is fucking crazy to see Norway, which is funny because we're talking about Bell Gunnis this week. And Norway has been going crazy with the listens. What the fuck? I don't know. Because there's a city in Norway that's on the top 10 cities uh, listening. And Norway, it's the country. It's too fucking weird, it is. dude. We're and talking about Belgian as you came from fucking Norway. Right. I know. Preceding that, which that's is fucked. weird. So they're all pumped, I guess. I don't know. And then Ireland, too, entered the top 10 uh, country. So that's really cool. Fuck Chicago, yeah. though, continues to dominate. Bloomington, Illinois, of course, are... 
close to our hometown uh, where uh, where we're at. Uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, New York City, uh, continuing to listen, and it's just really cool. Um, El Dorado Hills, I think, in California has been like number four and right ahead of Danbury. So Danbury Fucking slipped a. a little bit. but yeah, Slipping. This, this, this uh, town up near... Uh, northern uh california maybe they're by the fucking weed farms up there i'm not sure but <laughs> like let's just listen to this man <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking leave it here dude yeah. so while they're pruning their buds they're jamming some murder metal <laughs> yeah like fucking it's so, perfect dude it's perfect so who knows but it's, no. it's funny <laughs> so with all this love in the air dude i think there's a norwegian woman Looking for some cock in nah, uh, northern maybe. Indiana. <laughs> or maybe she's just interested in the Benjamins. I think that's, that's all it is. That's yeah. all it is. So I and think Belle's uh, ready to do some slaying, dude. Oh, yeah. So what do you think we need to do? Let's get our murder on. I thought, you know, fuck like a beast would be cool for Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, exactly. So the theme, the music <laughs> theme this this uh, episode's doing that whole thing throughout. Again, it's that Beavis more. and Butthead <laughs> part of us that I just feel compelled. So fuck yeah. So Wasp, Fuck Like a Beast uh, is that last one. All right, well, we're in murder, dude. We're talking some Bell Gunness, man. Bell Gunness. Definitely one of the most fucking prolific uh, female serial killers. She had a high fucking number. Dude. Like she a did. 40 plus is what they're estimating. That's after, what they were like, thinking. They found all the bodies on her farm, dude. Yeah, pretty fucked up shit. Um, she had a few nicknames. Some of them I like. Uh, Lady Bluebeard. I, I thought that one was good. Yeah. Lady Bluebeard. I love Hell's <laughs> Bell. I thought that was good. And then the Lonely Hearts killer, because those Lonely Hearts ads she All ran. All through the fucking one. Not, I guess they were one ads, wanting some dick, I guess. I guess. Or actually some wallets yeah, is what she wanted. Some, wallets, for <laughs> some sure. money, because she, uh, she was bringing them in. It was kind of crazy. Uh, but she was the master of that, and uh, they referred to it as the murder farm there in Murder uh, Laporte, Indiana, from 1902 to 1908. So not a long Six years over 40 bodies, man. That's, That's a uh, lot. Putting in work for real. I mean, <laughs> you're fine tuning your like craft. It's like a part time job, yeah. at least. At, at least, least a part time job. <laughs> I mean, you're definitely fine tuning your craft when you're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty crazy shit. Um, you know, and all these men just vanished. Bodies were eventually uncovered, some. Um, and uh, she didn't always poison, but that was one of the yep. things yeah, that was kind of her that. signature piece there was to poison him, at least to get him in a situation where she'd be able to do other shit. Yeah, they were vulnerable. Yeah, because they were fucking butchered. I mean, they found him in pieces in those fucking graves. So she was a violent bitch, man, and she definitely loved the fucking money. Love that. All love. about it. So we thought, what better you know person to do for a Valentine's Day episode than somebody doing some shit like that. So sure. so definitely. Now, she was born in Selbu, Norway, 1859. And this 
fucking name, her original name. Yeah, Br- Brunhild. Paul's daughter. And I think the daughter is daughter in Norwegian. Yeah, so, I think I said because her dad's like name that. was Paul, so they must do something. I think I remember hearing on one of the names. documentaries I watched. Or no, it was in the book actually. Yeah, it was okay. in the book. Yeah, I think you're something right. Something with the father and the name. Yeah, and so it, that's a very interesting way that they do that. So she went by Bell, and then from being married, you know, a couple times, she wound up taking that name, Gunnis. Yeah. So her I father, say Guinness, just because I don't, yeah, just because <laughs> beer. Well, I mean, it, it is a Shawback kind of I mean, way of thinking, you know. So beer, <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. And our YouTube uh, friends here now are going to see uh, what we're what we're drinking here. And I've got mine in a cut, so I could be drinking like grain alcohol. Oh, and they have no fucking up, idea. Straight you know? up got that fucking Kentucky moonshine over there, probably. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> no, we don't want to go there. No, no, we don't need to go there. <laughs> yeah, Adam said Jesus something Christ. about us doing a shot out here, and I was like, no, I think we just need to keep that away from Chris. I don't think. I don't think he even needs to know where that's located. Yeah, I don't remember the episode, but if you find it, you'll know it. It was one of the ones Cashman was on because he was here. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that was funny. Fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Now, uh, this was fucked up. You know, her father's a, a sharecropper, you know, so poor, very poor home. They were so poor they used twigs. Yeah, to to light the, the fire. That's pretty fucked up. And the kids Just called her warm. Paul's twig daughter. It's like, really? Kids are fucking cruel, Even man. back then, dude. I'm, yeah, she's trying to find twigs to fucking keep her family right. warm, goddammit. Yeah, I mean, that's just kids are so fucked up, you know. But she was wandering the neighborhood looking for twigs, and they made fun of her about it. And that's pretty mean. And obviously, you know, we talk about that common theme with a lot of these serial killers as the, you know, picked on you know, bullied and it comes um, back. Yeah. And I don't know about head back. injuries with her, but oh, she definitely can... had the bully part of it where she was bullied by the other kids. Yeah. You know? I bet you she probably had a head injury. Uh, I'm I sure she dealt it. out some fucking head injuries. <laughs> she fucking did, dude. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Between her and Catherine Knight, man. Holy That's a fucking fuck. fight right there. <laughs> that sounds like a wild fucking party there. Um, She was short-tempered, though, and considered a very angry young woman. I wonder why. I mean, she had to pick up fucking twigs to not fucking freeze to death and shit. The kids are picking on her about it. But for some reason, they said she had a hatred of men, but they couldn't find any sort of link in her childhood, at least that I saw. There's a reason why she would. Yeah, like like somebody abused her. Nothing like that. They didn't say anything about her dad or any other... You know, men, so hard to say, you know, what, you know, what the deal was with that. But she seemed to have a a definite hatred of men. So it's because dad didn't make enough money. I guess she didn't kill him. Made her go fucking get twigs and shit. God damn it. (laughs) God damn it, dad. Um, I mean, but what else was she going to do back in 1850 something? Right. I mean, absolutely nothing. You weren't fucking going on fucking YouTube or fucking. You weren't you, know? you weren't even freaking watching TV. No. <laughs> you were just, I guess, like reading by the fire, I guess. You know, she didn't want Which to read. I feel like people need to do that a little more often. Well, that isn't such a bad thing, that's for sure. Yeah, you wonder what all this has gotten us, you know. It's uh, it's kind of fucked up. Another conversation for sure for another day. 
Now, she left home at a young age, uh, began to work on farms to raise money to get the fuck out of there. Um, Can't blame her. Wanted to come to the United States. I think, when she emigrated over. She was. Yeah, she was. And she ended up in Chicago, um, where many other Norwegians apparently found their shanties along uh, Lake Michigan. So that's where they kind of... Went to the shore of Lake Michigan where there was a lot of these shanties where these That's how Lake Shore Drive got started, man. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. And they were one of the largest uh, European groups, I read, to uh, move to Chicago. Norwegians, yeah. And it said in the 1870s there was more like 8,000 of them, but by the time of uh, the 1893 World's Fair... In Chicago, there were more than 20,000. So 20,000 Norwegians? Holy yeah. Fuck. It was the largest population of Norwegians outside of Norway itself. So now we'll talk a little bit more about this later, but, you know, we talk yeah, about the World's Fair. In Chicago. In Chicago. Now, who do we know Our old that friend, was uh, out and about? Our old friend, uh, Mr. Holmes. Doctor. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Doctor Dr. Holmes. H.H. H. Holmes. <laughs> Which may very well find a home behind you on that wall. Yeah, that'd we'll be see. fucking great. But uh, we, uh, you know, H. H. Holmes was doing his murder castle, and you know she starts the murder farm, and she lived in Chicago. And she was... lived in Chicago, <laughs> so who knows? Maybe she read about him in the paper or, or something. Maybe something else. Maybe they were uh, doing the deed together. It's very possible. <laughs> It's very possible they could have been in some sort of like chat room, you know, back in 1893. <laughs> oh, I bet you fucking H.H. <laughs> H. Holmes had some chat rooms. Oh, I guarantee <laughs> With a gas pipe going yeah. in the other side. Fuck. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we'll definitely have to. I'm sure one of these days we'll do Holmes because that's just too much. Can't not do it, right? Yeah, he did Can't so not much. be feeling this. Can't not. Can't not do it. So, so that should be fun uh, doing that. But. But the ties with them are kind of uncanny. We'll get to it a little bit more later. Um, But like a lot of immigrants at the time, she did housework, laundry, you know, anything she could to survive. I mean, she had a, you know. Back in those days, doing laundry sucked. You just had a big old fucking tub full of shit with a fucking witch's. I think that's where the word wash Wars. The wars I got to wash his clothes, man. <laughs> so I think that's where that term came from. Because to me, washing means more like you're in the you're getting with into the it. washboard and all that, yeah, right? When you just throw it. it in the fucking washer, it's like whatever. You know, you just put the soap in there and it does it. It's fucking lazy. Oh shit! But when you're like washing, you, you know, you're really you're fucking getting washing, it, man. dude. Oh, I'm got a fucking. Take these clothes down Washington Street so I can wash them. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, when I first moved here, man, that was one of those words I was like, what the fuck? What are you guys talking about, man? What's worse? Crazy shit. So, anyway, um, but, you know, she was, you know, married. She took out an insurance policy on her husband. And this is where that Holmes thing, you know, reminds me of it as well. He had a candy business, or they had a candy business. Together. The business burns up in a fire, so she's and There's insurance paid. on that. Right. And then he mysteriously falls ill, dies. He dies, gets insurance on that. Right. <laughs> so she's definitely like... And this is the beginning. She's like figuring this shit out like, wow, you know, that was pretty good. 
I yeah, did I pretty well make there. This building or this person disappear and I get money for right, it. Fuck right. yes. I got a plan. <laughs> I got a business plan here. And then it's believed she used strychnine, which caught rat, rat, rat poison, poison yeah. to kill him. I can't remember what they said the name of the, it. was a cool name that the fucking rat poison was, though. Oh, like a brand? Yeah, that was a brand. The name, I oh, can't wow. wish I could remember the fucking name. The name was so cool. Oh, nice. Like, All right. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> she profited greatly from these and then used the money to move to Laporte. So and that's how she farm. bought the farm and, yeah. and then married again. So she was definitely, you know, figuring out scams and how to make money by very ill-gotten gains. That's for sure. So. Fucking insurance fraud, I guess. I guess. I guess it ain't fraud. I mean, they died. It burnt. You <laughs> right. probably killed them. You probably burned it down. Right. <laughs> I'm guessing there's probably something in the policies that says if you kill them, you can't yeah, collect. Yeah, you I'm can't collect that. the fucking money. I don't know, fuck. but I'm guessing. <laughs> now, the second husband was where she took the name Gunnis. He was found dead in the kitchen. Now, this one is fucking ridiculous. No, it's so ridiculous. He, She claimed he was bending over to tie his shoes, yeah, and, he, she just and a meat, meat grinder, grinder fell off the fucking shelf and hit him in the head and killed him. Dude, I mean, come on now. I mean... That's like some mousetrap shit. That is mousetrap shit, but if that <laughs> legit happened, which I don't believe it did, right. those motherfuckers are heavy. Oh, I'm and sure it would be. It fucked you up. The motherfuckers are heavy. Yeah, I mean, Especially I'm back doubting in, she fucking hit him with the oh, fucking Oh, she meat probably grinder. did. But yeah, that just seems a little ridiculous, yeah, just especially in light of the way she is. You know, yeah, she was just definitely a you know coming up with stories just to get that money. Right. I mean, she was figuring out ways to you know play the system, and certainly that's what she did. And guess what? Who had a big life insurance policy? Right. On? And what's <laughs> fucked up though is he had one policy he was canceling, and the other one he was and starting. Then- and they overlap and the by one day. The day he fucking died, dude. The day he died, they right. both were good. Yeah. So fucked. So she cashed in on both policies <laughs> for that like, one day. Perfect. I mean, how did they not figure this shit out? Like she had to Come kill on. him, dude. Jesus. So it's just fucking insane um, that she got away with this shit. But, you know, back then it was harder to catch people doing shit because she didn't have fucking, you know, YouTube. You know, videos of people everywhere on surveillance. Oh, right, exactly. The internet. I and mean, nobody all was sorts think, of... nobody thinks that a woman back in the day like that was going to go do some brutal shit not. like that. They're yeah, like, I mean, it's not what you're expecting. Her whole facade was like a good mom to her kids, sort of. Right, <laughs> right. Now, she continues to amass all this money. Um, she now has 48 acres and a large amount of livestock. And she took in three foster kids. And that was kind of a weird deal with the kids. Because, like, I think a couple of them, didn't she say they were hers? Or Yeah, she claimed they were. I think she adopted one, the Jenny girl. Like, I she actually so. adopted that one of the kids or whatever. And which she's part of the story, too. Yeah, she is. She is. Um, and then she starts searching for the Norwegian men who were lonely you know, in the United States, their new country, and they would love to meet women, you know, that know who they, you know, their heritage and how to cook and the food that they like. So she's, that's like a turkey it's shoot, like a, man, you know. 1800s she, back page is what she started doing. Yeah, it's like Tinder back in the yeah, 1800s. Exactly. She's running ads in the newspapers under the name Bell Hinckley in these Lonely Hearts ads. You yeah, know? like the classifieds. Yeah. 
And she's luring men from all over the country to come meet her, check out this farm. So, you know, they're thinking she's got fucking money. She's got she's property. Loaded, she fucking she's got this thriving business. She certainly played it up, you know. So they're thinking, fuck, why not? You know, so they come visit and, and check the farm out. And they could see. I mean, she's got employees all this, and shit going all this on. property. So and she's probably, you know. She's giving fucking, up some pussy. I mean, it, I guarantee it, you know. Yeah, she's telling them, like, uh, sell all your property and shit. Yeah, like, I mean, why else money. would somebody do this, right? Yeah, so, and, don't, and she's also, don't tell anybody where you're going or what's going on. Don't tell any of your family and shit. Right, yeah. I mean, it's, like, it definitely the, spells the guys scam. guys fell for it, too. Totally. Dude, she so had to fucked. be doing some crazy shit, dude. Like playing some rusty trombone or something. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, if you're going to get some dude to go fucking sell his farm like, and give you all his money, you got to be doing some crazy shit. You're doing something right. Okay. Apparently. Especially before you even meet contact, make contact. Like, yeah. talking like, I'm going to do some shit to you. Boy. Right. <laughs> so they're fucking jumping on a fucking train <laughs> like, and getting out. Hey, boys, guess where I'm going? Yeah. And, I mean, you see pictures of her. I mean, she's nothing no, to look no, at. No, right. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, she's got to be doing some got just insane shit. Sweet, sweet mouth. <laughs> and guess. more ways than one. <laughs> I guess. So it's just fucking crazy, man. Now, it's believed she got more than $50,000 from all the scams. And, of course, in today's money, that's like a, a million or close to it. Um. She divided up, uh, or they divided up what was known um, to the survivors and relatives of the victims. So that's what they did. But, you know, they don't know that they get it all. Right. Did she get away with some of it? Because we're going to get into, you know, the whole thing with the fire and all that, you know. But, you know, it's hard to know because she had quite the head start, you know, on everybody once they discovered, you know, that fire. So... It's definitely fucking crazy. Um, now, the bodies that they found, you know, after the fire, found in pieces and shit in like these graves. All, like graves all over the yard. Yeah. I mean, fucked up. And then they found rat poison in one of the bodies in the stomach. And that's how they knew, yeah, this is what she was doing. She was killing know? these motherfuckers, yeah. And so, you know, she used poison, they think, to kill a majority of them and then chopped them up and put them in a pig trough to get rid of some of the bodies too. So. Pigs will eat a fucking body real well, yeah. fucking quick. Old fucking Robert Pickton. <laughs> Robert fucking Pickton. Oh my Vancouver, God. Vancouver, man. That's another one we'll probably. Oh yeah, dude. That stinky and, bastard. Man. Jesus Christ. Like the way he slept and everything is just yeah, gross. Dude. It is gross. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to eat something greasy that night. Oh, fuck. Something some gross. bacon. Some bacon. There you go. <laughs> Let's do it. Some bacon. Make some BLTs. <laughs> we'll do it Picton style. Um, and there were 14 bodies found, but they knew that, you know, she had to have killed a lot more than that based on all the different people that were in and out of there. Now, we alluded to the fire, the house fire. Now, you listened to the, to the book, so you yeah, know about this, it, too. Yeah. 1908 was when that happened. And what was the deal with that, with the bodies they found? Yeah, they it was found the weird. bodies of the kids because the, the one guy got out of the house right. trying to get Belle and the kids out. But then when the house burnt down, they fucking found the, all the kids' bodies and a headless body Yeah, in the fucking basement. Yeah. Like, and there's an adult woman's headless body, so right. they don't fuck, can't prove who the fuck it was. Well, yeah. But there's 
speculate Guinness or Gunness fucking. But yeah, it's a headless body. Right. And they can't find the head. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. And then some people said, well, maybe it just got so hot that the head disintegrated, but the three kids' heads were fine. They were all there. They were intact. So it's definitely very suspicious. And, and uh, like their body weight was like two something. And they said that right. the body weight of the, the, the body in the fire was a lot, was a lot less. And they're like, that fat's not going to evaporate. How? Why would that much fat evaporate off of one body, but not, but not all the, the other bodies? Yeah, that was the problem. Was that that argument, like you said, was that they they claim that well, you know, that the fat melted off, you know, and she was just smaller, right? But then, like you said, the kids were not the kids' affected skulls that way. were there. So the skull, kids' body, weight so something shit. doesn't yeah. make sense there, obviously. And there was also something I think I read it in the book. Where there was a woman at the farm around that time that fit the description or the body size of this woman, the headless right. one. And, and they then, think that she killed her and put her right. in there and then she nobody fucking saw bolted. her again or something like that. Yeah. Right. So knowing Belle and her history in these six years she was doing all this shit, I think, you know, that's definitely not her in there, but you know, I mean, we it don't would make sen- it'd make more sense for it not to be her of than course. it makes for it to be well, her. Yeah, because how she become headless, you know? Yeah, just, <laughs> it's just very odd. My head disappeared. Sorry, guys. Unless they think somebody killed her, chopped her head off, took it as a it. souvenir, and then burned the house down. I don't know. It's very suspicious, but it's definitely one of those you know interesting things to to talk about when you bring up these types of stories right. where they're very weird twists and turns and and this is no different you know it's just fucked up you know to be beheaded with these kids and it's just fucked so i feel like the kids were all dead already well i would like i said the one the one the one that she fostered the jenny yeah what was like they she was one of the ones in the fire or no she was one of the kids found like buried and she had told them that she had left previously to go study law in California oh, that's and right. shit. Yeah. But they found her body buried right. in the farm and shit. So right. that was pretty fucked up. That was fucked up. Because like you said, she actually adopted her. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, there were some people that claimed to have seen her in Chicago. Right. The after the fire. Trip. Yeah. On the train and just being around. But those accounts dried up and she seemed to have just literally disappeared. I mean, just no trace. Um, the citizens of Laporte, of course, were furious because they wanted fucking they want justice. justice for real. Like, you know, fuck. this is terrible. Um, believing that she got away with murder and obviously a lot of money. And there were some people that hoped it was her in the fire. So she actually got it in the end, you know. Right. But I but don't know, man. I think a lot of people like us are very skeptical of it, especially the fact that she was headless and. Not I mean, the same body type or size of the other one. Did say they found some because uh, she had had bridge work or whatever, right? And they apparently they found it, but that was suspicious but, because somebody saw a cop like take something out of his right. pocket. So that could be a Manitowoc. <laughs> yeah, it could totally be that. <laughs> totally. That's what it sounds like to me. Like yeah, the innocent I mean, man or one of these fucking stories that you read about. 
Like I uh, would put it past him. Like, oh, gee, look at this. Yeah, you know? said, the dentist said it was his work. These keys, I can, we found them in well, the bedroom after we were I mean, there for six were, fucking days. I think they days. were burnt. I think they were burnt, though. So, I mean, she could have fucking just took her own bridge work out, tossed it down there. Totally. That's a good and point. Fucking make it look legit. Make it look like legit. Like, oh, they, right. they're going to know I have bridge. But right. how's your fucking goddamn skull going to disintegrate but not the damn dental work? True. Yeah, it, it's Ooh. very it's very suspicious. So they should have had us around to solve it. Yeah, we would have figured we, we'd have it got out. it, dude. We'd have figured this shit out. Now, you know the uh, the people at that time, like we said, you know they're not going to believe a woman would do this, especially at that time period. Yeah, and especially in the Midwest, who you know much simpler. You know the cities are the cities, but when you talk about like Laporte, Indiana, yeah, pretty Laporte's small not town, very big. You know, this no kind offense of stuff, to anybody if you're in Laporte. No, not at all. Because <laughs> fuck, I'm in a town of 2,900 people <laughs> right. here where we're doing this podcast. So fuck, I ain't get. I have no room to talk at all. <laughs> um, but the thing is, like we said, this really reminds me big time of H.H. H. Holmes. Yeah, with the murder castle. Yeah, the insurance scams, the way he killed for profit. Um, little, you know, a little touch of some sadistic nature with the whole watching people suffer or like in Holmes case he would listen to the walls and, and yeah hear them when he like had the ones in that vault and shit he was laughing and shit out in that room that's fucked fucking up. Holmes man yeah so Holmes is definitely a good one to do but I just see a lot of similarities between Bell Gunnis and H.H. H. Holmes I do too and especially like, time be... period and in Chicago together before she and left before she moved to La- or not like Grange Laporte but yeah, yeah. It would be kind of weird if we'll never know, but if they did work together, for that a would little be bit, fucked up. I mean, they we'll never some, fucking know, but in how some diner would that somewhere, be, dude? like you know, it would be fucking cool. <laughs> let's, <You know? laughs> let's do a tag team murder. Yeah. I mean, she was good at drawing dudes in, so she could be yeah. at a bar or whatever. Draw yeah, a dude they over could to go the pick up a and couple then, and fucking boom. That'd be be like swingers or something, and then they We should kill. write a fucking fictional book about that, dude. <laughs> Bell Guttis and H.H. H. Holmes, like a Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, like a Bonnie and Clyde shit. That'd be fucking great. Oh, nice. Oh, that'd be nice. So, yeah, some definitely some crazy shit. Um, now, a strange twist to the Bell Guttis story in the 1930s, which would have been 23 years after she disappeared, there was an article in the L.A. Times... Um, that showed a woman, Esther Carlson, who was arrested for murdering two men with poison and who would have been approximately as old as Belle would have been and uh, in an odd pose with her face like they partially covered. had a little similarity, but... Yeah, like... it was hard to tell that many years later. and It's a bad picture, but you had read something. Yeah, there was... Uh, her sister? There's a, picture of, there's a picture of Belle's sister. Right. That side by side with uh, what was her name? Um, Esther. Uh, Esther, yeah, yeah. Side by side with Esther, Bell's sister and Esther look a lot alike. So I mean, there's the family resemblance is still. I mean, it, that that wasn't Bell's sister, but right. they had resemblance as well. So right. that's kind of crazy. Yeah, that is very interesting. Now, um, it was never confirmed, but there are some that you know believe that it was Bell Gunnis. Um, she died, though, of tuberculosis before her trial. So she was never even, you know, in prison that I can that I've read. Um, 
But there were two men from Laporte that apparently went to view the body and swore that, that, that it was Bell. Bell, yeah. And but others say it wasn't. So again, don't know. Nobody knows. No DNA at that time, obviously, way before even fingerprints. I mean, they weren't doing any of that shit. It was just like I saw this person right there. Like right. straight up visuals. Right. Well, fingerprints, I'm thinking now, I was thinking the eighteen hundreds in when the when uh this woman was found in the 30s. They would have had fingerprints then, but right. not DNA. But, yeah. Now, criminal profilers today believe it's very likely, of course, that Bell would have relocated and started up killing again. And the insurance scams, it was her thing. She was and good at it. And never found anything of the same thing. So Right. So she definitely was able to stay under the radar, changed her name. and you know, Changed her whole M.O. Fuck. Yeah, big time. Um, and they think, you know, that she would have needed something to satisfy her need for inflicting pain on men. So going back to poisoning again, like this Esther, you know, no. who knows if it was the same person, but it, it seems very likely that it is. I um, mean, many people claim that they saw her and I still don't think the body in the house was hers. So. Yeah, I don't either. But I why would either. you stay so close like that? Right. I mean... Well, she went to California. Oh. Yeah, this Esther was in California. Oh, that was in California. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking Chicago for a second. Yeah, well, she no. went to Chicago first, and then she just vanished, and then this Esther, 23 years later, right, in okay. California. So who knows how she got to California. She could have made many stops. Doing it all. Doing, doing her thing and moving. Who knows? You're here, make some money. Make she was fucking here. smart. So, I yeah. mean, diabolically smart. So, um. Now, um, the fact that she did use poison and that the last name Carlson being of Scandinavian origin definitely makes it think makes me think it was very impossible that 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 it was right. the same person. But who knows? Um, there have been some women suspected to be Bell, um, but the leads were investigated and proved to be false. Now, one that was very interesting. I listened to a podcast with the author of the book, uh, Harold Schechter. And he said that he actually thought that he found her, really? um, that there was a Bell Hinckley living in Wisconsin, and that was the name that Bell used in the Lonely Hearts ads. Oh, um, yeah. So he, hires a, he hired for this book, and he's used her for others, apparently, a genealogist who does this type of legwork for him. Right. And it's it was not her. Okay. But... He That's was like really thought it. that he found yeah, like oh my god I found it you know how fucked would that be yeah so uh, very very interesting um, but it was not her um, obviously she was not alive but you know her family and they went through right all the they could have done all that yeah and it wasn't her so you know who knows it's just a weird coincidence and not that far there in Wisconsin you know right and I'm thinking like a Norwegian. Would probably feel more at home in Wisconsin because it's than they colder, would in California. Yeah, because it's fucking colder. Right. I mean, Unless she was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna kick it on the beach. <laughs> I'm gonna skateboard. Fuck that cold shit. Dude. I'm gonna skateboard, <laughs> surf, whatever. Bell out on the fucking surfboard and shit. That'd be a fucking oh, sight, be, man. Yeah, that'd be a sight. Titties Holy flopping. Shit. You know, I'm running down them white sandy beaches. With my man, boobies <laughs> flopping. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, there is a museum, um, you know, in the, uh, 
in the Laporte area there that has some artifacts. Pretty fucked up, yeah. too. They got a skull. The, yeah, the one skull. They got the name etched into it, but then there's the one hole that they said they think might be a bullet hole, but they're not yeah. 100% sure. Yeah. So there's some crazy stuff. They get some letters from her and some copies of the ads that she ran and things like that. So if we ever get up to northern Indiana, we might have to make Check a Check out the museum for sure. That'd be kind of cool. Um, but, you know, it's one of those invest. You know, the mystery that just kind of keeps perpetuating in the true crime group. Because, you know, people that aren't in the true crime wouldn't even know who she is. But Harold Schechter, you know, made me aware because I didn't know who she was either. So, like we do here, a lot of these obscure ones, like our listeners have never heard before. But we go off on some shit. Yeah, and it's nice when we get uh, uh, ideas from other people that oh, yeah. we've never heard before like oh shit yeah oh totally yeah and then both of us have done that you know you've texted exactly. me shit like oh wow you know and i know katie my daughter she was the one that told me about Catherine knight and i was like right oh fuck yeah <laughs> she did what you yeah, know Catherine knight was chris good. we gotta do this shit <laughs> this bitch is fucking crazy hell yeah so yeah we did her for mother's day so we like to do these kind of symbolic kind of somehow yeah, yeah so kind of mix it in right so now, uh, the research was done uh, with several sources. We both talked about Harold's book, uh, Hell's Princess, which is really good. Uh, he's one of my favorite true crime authors. He's yeah, done, he's a, done lot a lot of them. Holmes, Gein, Fish, um, uh, Pomeroy. He's done a ton of them. So well worth reading Harold's stuff. Really, really good because they're not boring. The way he writes them, they're almost like novels, so they're very, yeah, very like fast listening reading. To it. Listening great. to it was like good to listen to. Cause oh, there, I'm sure. There's been a couple of the books that I've listened to for the research, and it's hard like, to. Yeah, it's like a history book. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Harold's good. No, this one was yeah. good. Yeah, I really like the way he writes. And the one, the one on Ken McElroy, listening to that was real good, dude. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you love bringing up Ken. Mack, I love right? bringing up just Ken. like I like bringing up Ricky Casso, dude. <laughs> right. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh man, say you love Satan. <laughs> so, so I did listen to a podcast. Uh, was very boring. It was like watching like golf on TV. Right. Called Most Notorious. So sorry if that dude hears about this. I just thought it was boring. The information was good. It was an interview with Harold Schechter. And I did get some good info that I didn't get from uh, the other stuff I watched yeah. or read. So it was cool to hear yeah, I in Harold's voice. Pretty good documentaries aside from listening to the book and shit. So nice. there's definitely documentaries out yeah. there. Check them out. They're yeah. Good. Yeah. There are a few. Um, it's like uh, Bell Only is one of them I watched. Right. Only Bell or Bell Only. There's one Hell's Bell. But there was one that was just like subtitles. It was like old right. shit. And I was like, okay, I'm not reading this. It was like little like half sentences i'm like seriously (laughs) it's almost like a children's like cartoon and it was really weird it was like no i'm not watching this with like real strange music going on in the back right um now next time dude i'm really pumped about this other book i read this one is fucking off the hook because i read a book called the man from the train it was fucking fantastic and the, the the cool thing is is that this author and his daughter right tag team to write this book and what they do is they go through newspaper articles of of the time which would have been the early 20th century um 
and all these murders that happened across the United States along these railroad lines they try and, and train stations. And they start reading some of these accounts of these murders, and, and they were all the same. The entire family's killed with an axe, the, the blunt, blunt side of the axe. Yeah, the blunt side, and the pictures are like... He covered all the windows with blankets. And the mirrors, too, right? The mirrors, yeah. and he put the lamps on the floor. I mean, very kind of, odd. Uh, the vis, vis, Viscilla, Viscilla, yeah, uh, uh, Iowa. Iowa, yeah. That one is one of the main ones that people talk right. about, but it wasn't even the first one. There was a bunch of them, but yeah, yeah, he but, went all, all the right. way to Florida. He went all over the fucking place. And so they the book talks about, dude. yeah, and what's really cool, we'll wait for next week, of course, but how it ends where the girl or the daughter that's writing the book figures out who it is. Fuck yeah. By going through all these records. It's fucking cool as fuck. So I'm really psyched about it because it's brutal i mean oh no the fights are fucking especially the blunt side of it big time i mean either way it's brutal but it is it is and killing everybody too no survivors the entire family yeah the whole fucking lot yeah even people that weren't family that were there yeah that viscilla one there was like a little girl staying with them or something in the night yeah and she got killed and we were talking about making a a trip out there maybe and doing a podcast from, from there, there. Which yeah be really we were cool. talking to the boys in uh dark crypt about maybe getting together and yeah that. or black crypt black i'm sorry crypt, black yeah. crypt i always do that i don't know why i do that <laughs> all the time well sorry guys it's black crypt yeah we like those guys yeah definitely digging on uh, black crypt um but the uh the book is is really interesting and i'm really excited to do that one next week so that should be really cool very gruesome and uh, bloody so perfect for our new studio here now here's our first valentine's wish we mentioned these earlier the first one comes from ted bundy and chris i mean you're the one with the ted bundy hat so why don't you read the the wishes that ted bundy sends here on this valentine's day ted bundy did let us know he just like wants to let you ladies know that i'd kill for you ladies I'd kill so, for you, ladies. So I'd kill for you, ladies. That's a nice little sentiment from Ted. And then Bundy. I'll kill you, lady. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, with the hat, how fucked up is that? Nah, I know that then was Then I crazy. made note of you having the hat, and then you wore it I tonight. Actually wore it, which was good stuff. So nice and tie then, in. That whole thing with my other hat. You know in. what I said about fucking my other hat? I hate not wearing it because I got the hat with the lights. That's right. Came in today. Yep, needed. I, it. I needed my lights. Needed like, the light. Fuck. <laughs> So, I don't know about you, man, but I think I'm hearing that train whistle. Oh, it's coming down and the rails. Do you think he'll be able to find us? Will CK be able to find us in the new studio, though? I mean, he hasn't been here yet. He might need to take a different line, take oh. a right or something. See but if the Danbury train can make a right yeah, or yeah. left or something. He's got to gotta switch us. the rails, man. Switch the rails. <laughs> so, I think we got to get our metal on with CK, man. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. We got some accept. Accept. Balls to the wall, man. What's up, CK? We got you on Skype, brother. What's up? How's it going over there in Danbury? 
fucking sleeting, snowing, yeah, you're freezing dealing rain. with some shit over there, huh? Fuck, dude, fucking, that sucks. Yeah. yeah, we got some like fifty mile an hour wind gusts going over here and shit, dude. It's retarded. Yeah. Big no, it's tank. not that. We don't have that. We we just got everything else. Yeah, we're we're getting ass fucked by winter, and. uh <clears throat> definitely ready for it to be over and some baseball to start so oh fuck yeah big time pitchers and catchers that's right yeah. today reported so Boom. anxious to uh get baseball going that's for sure fucking watch yankees they're predicted to go to the um, world series this year so i've seen that i've seen that so, we'll see we'll see it's all good yeah <laughs> of course Shaw back here is a cubs fan and that's all good man nothing against the cubs nothing against the yankees nothing, either no, yeah. nothing against guy i have nothing against cubs hell no <laughs> hell no all right well dude we've got you on here we're of course in the new horns high studios man it's fucking awesome to have you on we got cck looking yeah. over us say, all looking at your pretty face right now how's it going yeah. <laughs> i'm a, yeah. a good looking motherfucker apparently <laughs> yeah. man apparently but you're wigless this time so we left you alone <laughs> but i got a new wig so i've got a couple of them good. <laughs> dude i've got a cabinet in the studio is for just the wigs <laughs> a whole cabinet just for the wig ensemble <laughs> Do you ever do you ever just go like man man guys I'm not your fucking toy to be played with man <laughs> Just having some fun it's all good I know yeah, you I love you bro it's awesome I don't give a shit I know it's I know. good stuff man and and I loved your pick for the the segment this week the metal because you know we're having some fun tonight Valentine's Day we're doing all kinds of fucking warp crazy shit so I loved your pick for this because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. As mine. Yeah. So what do you what got you for got? us, buddy? The classic 1984 flick, This is Spinal Tap. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. Hey, uh, Pete said he mentioned it to you. You got your phone turned up to 11? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, I was going to make... Ten, just one more higher. <laughs> the highest. But you're not using a phone that's never been touched by human hands. Yeah. <laughs> can, you hear the, can you hear the sustain on it? Yeah, totally. Yeah, sure. Well, you would if it was there and just keep going. Oh, dude. Dude, we just watched that shit on Friday. That is, I mean, what the fuck? But you know me where I can't resist a T-shirt. So why are we fucking... I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching Spinal Tap with Jenny, and we're watching this shit, and I'm, like, on fucking Amazon searching for a shirt. And I found one on eBay for uh, the shark sandwich shirt. Oh, my God. And, and then you texted me, what, and I go, and I, the first thing I said was, shit simple sand- two-word review. Simple <laughs> two-word review. Shit sandwich. Shit sandwich. <laughs> I loved it, yeah. They got some really good ones on there, but they didn't have... The one I really wanted, they didn't have it in my size, but it's got the logo with the world with the tap into America on the bottom <laughs> and the two oh, and the tour dates on the back and That's then the ones great. that got canceled say canceled <laughs> canceled. It's fucking awesome, but they didn't have it in my size, dude. You could get it though, dude. Does it have it's fucking the, um, amazing the Air Force Base or whatever it was? 
I don't know because it's hard to read the graphic oh. in the picture. But you can see where it's got some dates that get canceled. That's think fucking great. The puppet show thing is the last one. <laughs> it's on there like the fair or whatever it was. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I wish they could have got it. So I just got to make me lose a little more weight. Maybe I get my big ass into one. Of them. Oh, God. So Yeah, so, so that, that, it's like the classic mockumentary, documentary, rockumentary, whatever it is. Right. With um with um Christopher Guest, Michael McKean, and Harris Shear, um produced by and directed by um Rob Reiner. Right. Oh yeah. Meathead. <laughs> Meathead. Yep, Meathead. And, and and the funny <laughs> thing is who knew that, you know, Michael McKean we knew Michael McKean back then as as fucking Lenny. Lenny. Right. You know, so and he could actually sing and play. I mean, he was actually yeah. I mean, could they, do they all they, they all could they all play and um, right. They actually all played and wrote all the songs for for the movie. Oh, that's, that's fucking awesome. cool! I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. That's um, fucking cool shit. Did you yeah, see that actually, thing here recently at the Nam show out in California? They had I don't know who it was. It wasn't PV. It was some bass amp. They had. Uh, uh, Harry Shear, the whole Derek Smalls from right. like, playing a bass through this big old fucking rig, and he's fucking jamming <laughs> big bottom and shit. Like now, yeah, oh, he's yeah, fucking dude, throwing fucking the fuck awesome, down. Dude. I'm like, nice. <laughs> but he was there to demo this new bass rig, and it was just cool that it was Derek's. They had him build his Derek Smalls <laughs> from Spinal Tap. I'm like. That's fucking Harry Shear. That's him. That's you know? fucking I thought legit. it was the coolest yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. So. He, he just great. came out with a with a solo solo album. As nice. Well. Like as legit. Smalls. Oh, for oh, real. Sweet. That's fucking sweet. Yeah, because people don't even know he's the guy behind you know one of the major players of the Simpsons. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he so. does like um, three or four voices. Yeah. As well. So I mean, he's a fucking incredibly talented guy. That's they all are. Cool as shit. So yeah. that's really cool that they like, actually uh, could play like that. You know, it's like what Brendan Smalls does with like Metalocalypse and shit. Right. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah. I mean, originally this movie came out to really good reviews, but unfortunately, it didn't really get um, it didn't do that well in the theater for so, for some reason. But um. Huh. As soon as it hit uh, VHS, it's like it, now it's a cult following. And that actually, the Library of Congress, um, I think it was 19 or 2002, selected as culturally historical or aesthetically significant. Are you fucking and, serious? Oh, that's funny. I'm dead serious. It's in the National Film Registry. That's nice. fucking great. <laughs> nice. You know, um, but I mean, who doesn't? If you're a metalhead, you you know this film and you know all the the, the fucking lines from it, right? And everything that goes with it, you know the fucking um when about ready, when they break up and fucking Nigel leaves and well we could finally do our our theater production about Jack the Ripper, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> saucy Jack. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're a naughty one, <laughs> saucy, saucy Jack. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, it's just fucking and, ate uh, up, dude. I love the songs too; they're so fucking funny. And I don't know if most people know, but it was pretty much ad lib. The whole thing was was pretty much ad lib. There was yeah. no script. That's great, that, dude. That's and there's awesome. a lot of cameos in that too. Fran Drescher. Oh, yeah. Billy Crystal, fucking Dana Carvey. There's a ton of That's them. That's fucking in there. cool as shit. It is. The, um, the original drummer for the Tensman. Right. Which was. Um, yeah, who was that? 
Oh, Ed God, Begley. Blonde, dude. Yeah, Ed Begley Jr. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Um, Paul Shortino from Rough Cut was Duke Fame. Okay, that's who. Yeah, that looked familiar. That makes sense. You know. Yeah, um, and that dude from the Jeffersons, the the guy that plays the oh, hotel yeah, yeah. clerk. I oh, am yeah. as God made me, sir. <laughs> 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 so there's just all but, uh, kinds of little stuff like that that when you watch it, you're like, oh, fuck. But it's old, so like a lot of people, like right. maybe your age, Chris. It, like I've seen it. It's just been fucking years Right, since but I've some of the people you might not recognize just because of your right. age, you know. But uh, I remember. What was his name? Michael, Michael McKeenan, is that what Mike that McKean, the play, yeah. the, the main it, dude. That was the dude that was the radio DJ in Airheads, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah all right. Yep. That's what I thought. That's fucking cool shit. Yeah, <laughs> he's fucking awesome. And then he was in fucking Better Call Saul. Oh, he was in Better yeah. Call yeah, Saul. Saul's brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fucking right. Yeah, so, I mean, he's a Oh, yeah, when he's all, like, talented. stuck in the house and yeah, shit. Yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah, man. All right. Yeah, he's the fucking bomb, man. Yeah. So. But, um, you know, the band that had multiple drummers had fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> a bizarre gardening accident. Yeah. Spontaneously combust. Combusted. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's good but, stuff, um, man. And you know, like like I said, um from what I understand, um it came out of a TV pilot in nineteen seventy eight. It was a, uh, they, there was a sketch comedy show called the T V show, which I guess never aired. Huh. And then they did a pilot and Spinal Tap was um one of the sketches so it evolved out of that oh wow and um and it totally you know, played on all the stereotypes of that era with the rock bands you know the oh hair, yeah yeah the hair metal yeah. Yeah. hair with the hair and everything yeah and just the, the goofy shit and, that happened like chris yeah. you were ck you were saying where like kiss actually got like lost backstage wasn't it you telling yeah, me that yeah 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 like a couple a couple bands have said that you yeah, know that, that play that's at these huge them. places like you get lost back there <laughs> but in the movie maze. in spinal tap you know they get lost and they're all fucking dicked up but <laughs> right, so a right. lot of the things that happen to them are actually things that really happen like to, stories from yeah. bands yeah. that happen that they right. just recreated so they really play on those goofy and then stage props are ridiculous with the Stonehenge just like Stonehenge. Aerosmith <laughs> Aerosmith took that um took that to heart because at at the time they had a, uh, an album called Rock in a Hard Place that had Stonehenge on the cover. Oh, and they thought it was like they thought dig? it was making fun. Of, oh, yeah, they thought for it was real. a dig on them. Oh shit! You know, wow. You know, so so Stephen. Steven Tyler threw like a nail file at him or something like that. <laughs> yeah, probably. He's a fucking pussy. Man. He, he looks like a fucking out. old woman, he man. Fucking he fucking straight up looks stop. like an old oh, he woman. Dude. He looks fucking ridiculous, man. Just stop. I mean, but really, I dude. I'm not sure if most people know, but in 19, I think it was 1991, Spinal Tap, they, they toured as Spinal Tap. Right. Yeah, they I, toured. I, yeah, I saw him live at the Beacon Theater in I'm New York. I'm pissed I it didn't was, go. Like, it All of them? Oh, yeah. Like the legit yes. guys from the movie? Yes. That's fucking sweet. I know. I yeah. had a chance yeah. to go, and I didn't see him, and I'm mad yeah, I missed they, it. Yeah, um, they toured behind Break Like the Wind, their sec- their, um, right. the album that came out like 10, 10 years later after the um, That's fucking movie. Cool. They actually put out another album. They got right. And they put out a third album, I think it was in, ni- in 2002 or something like that. They put out oh. a, a third album. Nice. That's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> it's an iconic movie, and... um. 
every time you watch it, there's something different that you probably pick out every time you watch it, which is great. Right. Um, and um, I ne- I never get sick of watching it. I can watch it. You know, it's it's thirty four five years later, and I still think it's as funny as it was the first time I saw it. Me too, and I think it's kind of like Benny Hill or something like that. You either like S- it or you don't. Some slapstick shit. Right, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, if you don't like that kind of dry humor, you don't find it that funny. Right. I've watched it with people that just don't think it's that funny, and I'm oh, like, so I'm like pissing rolling. my pants. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how you don't find this funny. Yeah, like, I'll have to <laughs> check it out again. Like I said, it's, it's been years since I've fucking seen it, man. Like, yeah, you got to be like in the right mood to watch it, you know, because it is really goofy. I just like you, CK. I think it's awesome, and I could watch it. I don't know how many times it had been a while, so it was cool to watch it again. Yeah, and uh, and 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 the, and the songs from it are, you know, yeah, some of the song titles. Oh dude. yeah, they're they're ton in cheek, but you know they're actually decent songs. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, and they're catchy, and they're catchy. And of too, course, you know. big bottoms where they're all playing oh, bass, yeah. you know. <laughs> and then uh, sex farm. I'm going to play that at the end of the segment. So keeping with uh, the Valentine's Day theme, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then of course the classic lick my love pump. I mean that's just, <laughs> that's just, just lines, lines, silver lines, silver lines. It's the What's saddest key in the world. <laughs> <laughs> lick my love pump. It's called Lick My Love Pump. <laughs> so fucked up, dude. It is fucked up. Well, that was a good one. I definitely enjoyed that. It was a good call, uh, CK, to go into some spinal tap. Yeah, it was. Um, I, I wanted to do it for a while. I thought it'd be cool to do. Um, next week, we're going to just, you know, um, change it up a bit. We're gonna, I'm going to do something about um, New York hardcore. Nice and it's influence yeah, and it's influence on metal or metal's influence on that and um you know to where the scene is now where it's a, a thin line between what's hardcore and what's metal but um I, I, I got something really cool planned for it so it should it should be a cool segment fuck awesome. yeah dude awesome that new year at hardcore man that shit's fucking awesome oh yeah propane and fucking the anthrax and all that shit a fucking Back bad in ball. The day. Fucking mad ball for sure. Hell yeah, dude. And oh, fucking, what was the one iron what was the one at the FTA? Uh those dudes from the Bronx. Um I or shit. Iron not iron. I don't know. It's gonna drive me crazy, but they were fucking badass. God damn it, I can't think Demolition Hammer. Yeah, Demolition Hammer. Yeah, those guys are oh, yeah, sick, yeah. man. You know, then 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 the Kings of it all agnostic front and um you know the crowd. I got mix, a, so. I yeah. got some news coming up Crumb uh, suckers. During after uh, after Pete's little story, when we're doing some news here, I got some news that brings up some of these names. So, nice. all right, I, fuck yeah, I, I I think I know what you're talking about, dude. Hell yeah, awesome, awesome. Yep. All right, well, Freddie Frankfurter, we're we're gonna wrap it up here uh, with the Freddie Frankfurter saga. I've broken this into multiple parts, so those of you guys that have been listening get some good comments on these. So, I I got to end it with a good one. Because I was originally going to do five parts, but I think we're just going to do it in one four-parter uh, to wrap it up. And then eventually I'll assemble them all and put them as a bonus. That way so you can, can hear, hear the, the whole story thing at once yeah. if you really <laughs> yeah. want to. And, of course, we're doing this in the metal segment, CK, so you could be a part of this because, of course, you are involved oh, in yeah. the tail end of this. So, and Plus, part of, part, of the, part of this is it involves music as, you know. Right. In general, you know, are you writing songs like Stairway to Heaven and such? 
Well, you'll see that, uh, yeah, his musical prowess is what's the kind of the basis right. of my joke. So here's the deal. I've been telling, as I've been saying, I've been telling these Freddie Frankfurter stories for a long time. People get a fucking kick out of it. Well, back in the day, would have been maybe five years after I graduated high school and didn't see Freddie for quite a while. Right. I had a buddy of mine. Um, we're going to say his name was Tom. What's up, Tom? And Tom was a real kind of shy, just chill dude. He got such a fucking kick out of the fucking, excuse me, Fox, excuse me, all that stuff, okay? He just thought it was fucking hilarious, okay? And he just loved hearing me tell these fucking stories. So anyway, one day I had this idea, okay? And I used to get a kick out of doing fucking pranks in the mail. And I think we talked about right, that right, with yeah. the filling out the cards and shit. And sending them to people, yeah. And we used to do the, the, the commercials for Craftmatic Adjustable Bed. And we would order the fucking brochure for somebody in some fucked up name to their house. And they'd get it like, what the fuck is this, right? <laughs> that's, what we used to, that's how it started, okay? That's how like, it hey, started. Let's send that to somebody. Yes. That'll fucking yeah, do yeah. That's great. To each other. We do fucked up shit like that, okay? Right. So one time, the same dude, this is impromptu. I didn't plan to go into this, but it, might, it, it needs to be told. <laughs> Tom lived with his parents, okay? So one day they're eating supper, okay, before this happened with Freddie, okay? Right. Years, be a year before, a couple years before. They're eating supper. His dad was a fucking douchebag, okay? Okay. Tom's dad was a fucking asshole. Also Tom, okay? Also Tom. Tom Sr., Tom Jr., gotcha. okay? Yeah, if you called and Tom Jr. was in taking a shower, he'd go, he's in the rain room. In the rain room. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking <laughs> asshole, man. So anyway. He called it the fucking rain, rain room. room. What the fuck is that? Never even heard of that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> really? So they're eating fucking supper. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and they hear beep, 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 beep. His fucking semis backing into their driveway. <laughs> No, -uh. his old man goes fucking psycho, dude. Goes out there, what the hell is going on? You know, you ordered a bet, a craftmatic adjustable bed. -uh. All I did was order him the fucking brochure. <laughs> oh, they sent the fucking, fucking bed to him. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here. So his old man was going nuts because it's in his name. He didn't spec. I didn't specify junior. junior. I forgot yeah, yeah. about that. So his dad's going fucking nuts in the driveway. Okay, so that preceded this. Okay, okay. Setting the tone, uh, uh, so you yeah, know where Tom's dude, coming from. Right Very upset. <laughs> yeah, not happy. Yeah. Not happy with Pete. Okay. So fast forward a little bit. Loves hearing the or oh the Freddie Frankfurter stories. <laughs> Almost did it. Oh, you did once in one of them. <laughs> I did once. Yes, I did. You have to find it. There's like a hidden treasure right, yeah, if you yeah. find it. Uh, it's, it's, it's an Easter egg. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, um, so I, I had this idea because he got such a kick out of these fucking stories. I wanted to fucking prank him again. But this time I was going to bring it up a notch, okay? Oh, shit, man. I came across, I'm not going to say how I did. I came across some legit Capitol Records letterhead. Okay. Oh, like stationary? Yes. Shit? No yeah, shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. And I took this and I wrote a letter oh, to no. to 
Okay, I'm trying to get so I don't get confused. Okay, the letter went to Freddie. Okay. And the letter said, you know, with dear Freddie, we've been following your career for years. <laughs> you're you're like the licks of Lennon, the riffs of Rhodes. I mean, it was fucking ridiculous. I have this letter somewhere because I found it not like within the last few years. I still have oh it. Oh, my okay? God, dude. I've got both letters because there's two. This is letter number one. Goes to Freddie. We are just blown away. The world needs to know. <laughs> right, the world right. needs to be told. About so Freddie Frank. We want to sign you. And we actually have a rep that lives in your area. If you could get a hold of him, he would like to meet with you and discuss your career and the advance. So I'm going to yeah. get you. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're hooking you up, Freddie. Get him hooked up in there, Freddie. So I gave him Tom's number and <laughs> no his name. No fucking yeah. <laughs> So I send the letter, and I wait. <laughs> and I wait like two days, three days, and my phone rings at home. <laughs> and it's Tom. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, you know what? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I knew exactly what he Yeah, you knew exactly what I'm saying. like, what? And he's like, fucking Freddie Frankfurter just fucking called my house. And I'm like, who? He's like, Freddie Frankfurter, don't fucking tell me you don't know who that is. I know you fucking did and this And you shit. made him fucking call me. I'm like, how did I fucking make him call you? He's like, I don't know. He goes, that's what I'm trying to figure out, you fucking asshole. He's like, my dad's fucking freaking the fuck out in the background. The phone keeps ringing off the goddamn hook and shit. Fuck. He called like three or four times. He's fucking... Said I sent him a letter, and I work for Capitol Records as like a rep, and I'm supposed to meet with him. And I know it was you. I don't know you. what the fuck he's talking about. He goes, but you know how I knew it was you? And I said, why? He goes, dude, the voice is exact, because I thought it was you. I thought you were fucking with me. And he's like, dude, that was that fucking exactly, exactly like, like you. Like, I was calling him Pete, you know, and he's like, I'm not Pete. I'm not Pete. I'm, not Pete. I'm Freddie Frankfurter, you know, and he's like, Free I got this letter. I got this letter. And he's like, I didn't write the letter. What are you talking about? I don't work for Capitol Records. I work at a fucking print shop, you know, like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm at my parents' That's house. Fucking like, ridiculous. What the fuck are you talking about? And he's fucking going crazy. His old man screaming in the fucking background. Who is that? Get off the phone. It's dinner time. Yeah, when it was fucking dinner time, dude, it's it was game like, over, yeah. Christ fucking showed up, man. Oh, for fuck's sake. Nothing fucking happened. Right, so, yeah, when right. you called during dinner, he went fucking psycho. Like, you know better than do that. Yeah. So, anyway. It was fucking hilarious. Okay. Yeah, so I'm like, fucking great. so how did it end? Like, how did you get, you know, like, how did you wrap this up? You know, he's like, he just kept going on and on. And I hung up and then he would call me back. And my dad would go fucking <laughs> he's going snapping shit. So he's like, dude, what the fuck? Why did you do this to me? You know, and I'm like, I just thought it was funny. He's like, it's not funny. He was, like, no, it's really, fucking he was really upset. Okay. So, you know, like any good joke, I mean, you just have to just take it just a little bit. Further than that. Got to cross, push the line. Got to push push the the line line. a little bit. And so I. Push the envelope. I did. And I thought, you know what? I got one more. (laughs) One. Just let's just do one more. Okay. So I sent the second letter. 
And I addressed it to Freddie Frankfurter. <laughs> and I said, Freddie, I, I have to apologize for Tom. <laughs> His brother is an alcoholic. Oh, my. His brother God. answered the phone <laughs> and, and said that it was him. It wasn't. Jack what? would never treat you like this, Freddie. Uh, uh, we want to make it up to you. You slipped. Tom. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. I'm you getting slipped. confused. Freddie, Tom, for fuck's sake. So, so anyway. So he says, we want to make it up to you. Okay. If you would meet Tom at this print shop, gave him a, a name of a print shop in Danbury. Why the fuck would a fucking label, an agent for a label, a label yeah. a fucking print shop? I'm going to explain, shop, going to explain oh, this, right. please. Right. Oh, I remember. I you're, remember now. You're talking to a fucking professional. Come on. I'm in, <laughs> I, re- I remember now. I'm embarrassed remember. you even asked me this question. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. You work it. I remember. I remember. Okay. He's at the print shop. Where he obviously worked for real. Right, right. Where Tom worked. Right. Tom works at this print shop. I'm sending Freddie to the print shop (laughs) to meet with Tom because Tom is going to be there picking up some promotional material for the the label that we're having printed at this print shop. Just happened to be there. He's going to be there at this certain time. And I timed it to it was like right before they closed. Right. Okay. So anyway, Tom's back there, and this is old school, like print shop, like oh yeah, the roller, ink, all that shit, yeah, ink all yeah, over his yeah, hands, exactly. like he's cleaning the shit for the end of the day, you know. Yeah, and he hears the bell when you open the door, you know, and he's like, "Fuck you!" Now know? what, motherfucker? So his boss is like, "Tom, somebody's here for you," and he's just like, "What?" You know, like I'm trying to get out of here. So he goes up to the front. And he said, uh, I walked up there, and there he is <laughs> with his guitar. No fucking way. <laughs> playing, because that's what the letter said, was bring your guitar, because he's going to want to hear some of your some new of your material. And shit, yeah. your new stuff. We know about Smoke on the Water. <laughs> yeah, we already we know hear about some that. new material. We new shit. Yeah. <laughs> so he brings his guitar, and he's fucking playing. And jamming in the fucking <laughs> just in the, the lobby, or whatever. Yeah, the, the lobby of this fucking print shop. <laughs> oh my god, dude! And and fucking Tom is freaking the fuck out because he knows who it is. <laughs> he's like, and what he's like, the fuck? how did he fucking end up here? <laughs> oh, he knew. He showed him the letter. That's how he. So he's like, you fucking <laughs> asshole! He's like, how the fuck did you get that letterhead? Like, where did you come up with it? it looks so real, you know. Right, right. He's like, no wonder why he thought it was real. I thought it was fucking real. Like, if it wasn't mentioning my name in here, I would think this was real. Yeah, right. That's fucking. This hilarious. is fucking pretty good, you know. <laughs> so, oh my god, he fucking lost it. Lost I it. Bet. Wouldn't leave. Wouldn't fucking leave. Said no. That's what the letter said. That your brother was drunk. He's like, no. Somebody is playing a Somebody's joke fucking on us. With you, dude. And he's fucking with both of us. And I know yeah. who it is. And I'm gonna fucking kill him. You know? <laughs> of course, Tom was like, you know, four foot eleven, so he wasn't killing me. Right, right. <laughs> he might have thought he was gonna kill me. And if he had a gun or a big knife or something, probably could. But anyway, um, not too happy with me. After that was over with, and the two of them parted ways, and that's where the story ends, okay? Now, the only other person that 
had ever met Freddie right. that I didn't go to school with, other than Tom, was Shelly, my wife. Your wife, yeah, yeah. She met him right before I moved out here. We were at the mall, and I saw him there, and he was like kind of dressed up. Right. And I was like, man, Freddie, what's up, man? I haven't seen you in years. And he's like, oh, I've got a job. I'm working here at the mall. I was like, oh, really? And he says, yeah, I work at, at this leather store. And he goes, I'm the manager. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's awesome, you know? Yeah, good for you, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> so we made a couple laps around the mall. And I stopped at the leather store just to say, hey, later, dude, I'm moving. Like, I'm moving to Illinois. Like, right, I'm, I'm out, out here. You know? See ya. Good to see you. And he you. wasn't in there. And I said to the lady behind the counter, I said, is Freddie here? She goes, no, he's on break. And I said, oh, I said, I'm a friend of his. Or she says, can I help you? I said, well, I'm a friend of his. We went to school together. I just wanted to say hi or bye because I'm, I'm moving. moving out of state. Yeah. And I said, he said he he's the manager here. She's like, the manager? He just started today. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about with this dude. Are you serious? So Shelly got to see this shit first fucking hand, okay? That is literally the last time I ever heard from Freddie. Okay. Right, right. So then Facebook came about, and so I re get rekindled with Freddie. Hell yeah! And we became friends on Facebook and stuff. And so it's just been you know like just keeping t- like anybody, on, anybody Facebook, on Facebook, you see what they yeah. ate for supper and what their poop looked like or whatever. You know. <laughs> Those are my favorite ones. Yeah, well, Jesse's the only one that shows his poop. <laughs> but anyway, so. Um, so this last time I went out to visit out in Danbury, I told CK, I'm like, dude, we got to we got to have a you got to go have some food because he you- moved because he was living in a different state and he moved back to that area. Right. So I was like, like a, like a couple months before you came. Before yeah. You oh, like not shortly that, before. Yeah. You got within out a few nice. months. Yeah. So anyway, I got a hold of him and I'm like, dude, you know, we should meet for lunch, you know. And I said, why don't we go to the Sycamore where we used to work, you know? Right. And so I'll bring I'll bring CK with me because he knew about CK yeah, he, from Facebook, you know? Right, right. This is before podcast or eh, no, we were and doing I, the podcast, but I think and, yeah, and I we never, were doing the podcast. I never officially met him until until that moment, that right. time. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I knew I knew him in high school and and I saw him in high school, but obviously I didn't want anything to do with the fucking guy, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's he's a character. So so I, I'm out there. I've got my granddaughter with me, Alex, who knows all about this story, unfortunately, the poor kid. Right, right. And heard me doing the voices and all this stuff. So she's just like, Papa, we really have to meet this guy. <laughs> and then CK's like, dude, I can't believe you're making me do this. So we drove to the Sycamore. And the whole time, I'm just like, what if he doesn't show up? Like, that would just suck. You know? right, right. And and. CK's like, no, dude, he's going to be gonna in be there. there. He's going to be sitting in there. And he was right. We walked <laughs> he in. Was, and he I, was fucking waiting. He was sitting <laughs> he was there. They're like, hey, guys. And it was awesome, man. It was so cool. Legit. It was really cool to see him. Right. Like I said, we've been poking fun. We've been poking fun at everybody here. But he was just <laughs> such a classic. But the voice, yeah. very similar, like CK and, says. And the, and the stories about um, what he say he had. He had. A bullet still lodging him from something. He, he got shot working at a convenience yeah. store down in Florida, yeah. <laughs> and he still had the bullet in him. And yeah, it doesn't stop, dude. He just it just con- keeps on going. Then, then, he, then he said, then he said he went for a physical, and 
and during the physical, they found out that he's missing a kidney. <laughs> he's missing one? Yeah, that's right. And he just disappeared? <laughs> he's missing. That's some... I forgot about that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> God damn. That's some red market shit. To, to just find this out in your 50s? Right. <laughs> right. Like, you're what missing a kidney, fuck? bro. Did you realize you only have one kidney? No. Wow. You know, that's fucked up. But the the best part of it was just fucking looking at Alex's face, and she's, she yeah. just has this look on her face like... <laughs> What the fuck? And then, and then he did the classic old man thing with the fifty cent oh, piece God, behind the ear. So did he for crazy. real? Yeah, he gave her the fifty cent piece, and she was just like, didn't what know what to say. On, Papa, I was, I was so, cre- I was fucking creeped out by it. It was so, fucking that's creepy. fucking hilarious. So that's the Freddie Frankfurter story. So he is uh, alive and well. He's right there near CK, so CK needs to hang out with him or something. Hell we yeah. send, Fuck. Go get it, Fuck. Man. We sent Freddie over to Wild Man Street. I mean, the Capitol Records, hey, I missed the mic. Hey, Freddie sounds like a wild man. You need to bring him to your neck yeah, in the Yeah, dude, get him in one yeah. of those volleyball games, man. He ain't fucking coming near <laughs> yeah. my fucking house. You never know. Fucking Lord, Lord probably take him by the fucking seat of his pants and throw him out the fucking door. <laughs> I don't know, oh, man. Shit. I mean, I might have another prank still left in me, man. Oh, shit. That's funny. <laughs> oh, dude. You know, because, I mean, you're the one that, you know, wanted me to tell the story, you know. Now no. we got to. Oh, gotta, God, if this shit backfires. We got to add to it now. Oh, shit. Might have to have a part three of the prank. <laughs> yeah. Go, yeah. yeah. guess who showed up my door, fucking. Oh, my you God. fucking dig it. <laughs> Pete said you wanted to dude. start a band. <laughs> I heard oh, you're a drummer. Dude, dude. Yeah. You can, oh, Oh, that'd be the shit, dude. So good. The stories you could tell us, <laughs> oh, man. You, shit. You and Freddie writing songs together and shit. <laughs> that'd be Jamming. fucking awesome. You oh, get, you get to write some breakthrough shit, man. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather have a fucking hot poker shoved up my non-existent ass. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Oh, fuck. Well, it was funny telling that story. I'm That's glad good, uh, you dude. told me to do that, CK. Yeah, you you're, you're right. That's fucking good. It had to be told. <laughs> I did add some color commentary, though, with the rain room. And the, the rain room. <laughs> and the craftmatic adjustable bed. I didn't plan on going there with it, but it, it needed to be oh, a little texture. To know, why, <laughs> to know why Tom was really that upset with me after doing those things. Oh, so. shit. Oh, now, Chalk, uh, going to some local uh, metal here real quick. Uh, Chalk is uh, recording a five-song EP, looking to release it next month. We'll be definitely spinning some definitely of it. Pete some of sent that. me some rough tracks. I haven't had a chance to listen to anything but a few minutes, and it sounded badass, and they're just rough yeah. tracks. Dude, every time I've been there we're during practice, they fucking just killing it. Yeah, dude. Meister sounds badass. Uh, singing and uh, the whole band just really ripping it. So definitely got, good to see. Chase got a new guitar, dude. Yeah, what the fuck with that Hello Kitty? <laughs> I wanted to make fun Hello of him Kitty about guitar, it. Dude. I'm like, dude, like it's I don't funny. know quite what the fascination is with Hello Kitty, but it's kind of gay. Uh, it's kind of. Hey, sorry, bro. He, he, he digging he it though, it. man. He jamming on it. So he fuck loves yeah. it. But get I, it, Chase. Yeah, I Keep shredding. I don't know, man. Uh, he's hey, a good I, guitar player and a good dude. I'm just not. I can't do the fucking Hello Kitty guitar. I'm sorry, but um, I, I got some news on the um, local Connecticut scene. Um, 
Indestructible Noise Command is coming out with a new album next month. Nice. Um, it's going back to the classic. Yeah, that's what you were the saying. First two albums. That's awesome, man. It fucking rips. It is so fucking good. The songs I heard. Nice. It just sounds like classic '80s thrash. Awesome. That's next um, month. You said March eighth, I believe, is when it comes out. Um, the CD will be available on Amazon. The um, digital will be available on iTunes and Amazon. Um, and I'm going to see about if we can get them on, on the show. Um, That'd be great. Man. Yeah, that'd be fucking you awesome. Know? Always fucking love to have fucking bands yeah. from anywhere. Let us know. We got one coming up from Greece that we're going to be doing some shit with. Yeah, we're going to be know, doing a Skype interview with that band from Greece. That's uh, Homo Macabre. Yeah, so. Homo Macabre. And they yeah, fucking, they're, they're fucking badass, wicked, dude. man. That's really cool about INC, though. Definitely want to check that out. Um, and we were talking about chalk. Um, they're going to be doing our 50th uh, episode. They are going to be playing here live in Horns yeah. Eye Studio. We're Along with Event of Collapse. It's going to be badass. Yes. We're going to have two bands in here uh, jamming uh, a few a songs, songs apiece. Each and we're going to re record it. We'll have yeah. to probably put it on. We're going to put it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. We'll have the video and the audio recorded. And uh, we're going to have uh, Big Mike with uh, James Perry. Cater the event. Big Bad Hogs. Big Bad, big bad Hogs Barbecue. So that's, that's going to be H-A-W-G-S. amazing. H-A-W-G-S. That's right. That's right. God so look damn, at, that, shit, that shit's making me hungry. <laughs> I know. I'm getting hungry reading oh, it, too. When we, did, when we did Joe Matheny, Mike yeah. brought some of their food. Yeah, was that was barbecue, great. We did Joe Matheny. So. But this time, I told him I wanted the pulled pork, the mac and cheese. That and fucking jalapeno oh, mac and cheese, dude. The jalapeno mac and cheese. Oh, shit. And then My the baked beans. <laughs> Maybe yeah, we'll dude. send you some. I was talking to him about getting you yeah, some. Dry packing ice it in and dry pack ice. It over, man. So Fuck yeah. I might do that for you, buddy. Uh, but that'll be recorded in late March, and that'll be the first week of April is our 50th episode. And then the following episode is one year. Yeah, that's kind of uh, crazy. Back-to-back weeks. So that'll be cool. Couple thresholds. Another big announcement: We're going to have our first band playing in the studio. Chris, who is that going to be? We are we going to have fucking Gormonger, our good friend Joey Cashman. Yeah, one man. So and he he's all about it. He's like, yeah, good way to figure out how well this is going to work out. Being right. he's a one piece. So it's, yeah, we figured it'd be, be a good one simple. to try it out with one man band. Uh, Joey going to tear it the fuck up. Hell yeah! I already know a couple of the songs in. he's going to jam, dude. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Is it new stuff? Uh, one of them. One of them. I know one of them for sure. He's playing is uh, "Confessions of a Small Town Pervert," which is <laughs> it's an older song. <laughs> nice, nice. So yeah, it's fucking good shit. Yeah, and and the reason why we've got Joey on that specific episode, which is two weeks from now, yeah, is his his, his he gave us this idea for an episode of the podcast. Yeah, because he used to live in here uh, in here in Ol- or while well, he still lives in Illinois, duh. But used to live in fucking Mattoon, Illinois. Right. And back in the day, there was the uh, the Mad Gasser of Mattoon. Yeah, it's in a Mattoon, fucking Illinois, awesome story. So Joey's going to be in there doing that with Yeah, us. we're going to do some Mad Gasser, and uh, that'll be really funny. Yeah, and that's I can't in wait two to do weeks, that shit. So it's going to be great. So we'll have uh, Joey in here in studio, and he'll be doing the uh, playing a few songs for us. Uh, in the other part to try that out. So that's going to be really cool. Real quick, as far as the local slash underground thing. Yeah. If there's anybody down in the Florida area, 
Yeah. Uh, March 30th at uh, the Brass Mug. Our homeboys from a are going to be playing there uh, with uh, Coat Hanger, Abortion, Swamp Gas, and a bunch of other bands, dude. <laughs> Fucking go check that out at the fucking Brass Mug. <laughs> I like that one. The fuck That's yeah, a good dude. one. Fuck That's yeah. great. <laughs> They're going to be fucking, like I said, at the Brass Mug on March 30th in uh, Tampa. And then I'm just going to throw it out there real yeah, quick. Go ahead. Fucking uh, April 13th, as everybody knows, is uh, HOI 5 that we've talked about. Heart of Illinois Five Cashman's Fest that he does every year. Yeah. So that's going to be good. That's uh, the 13th? Uh, yeah, April 13th. Nice. Because um, I'm going to see Randy, uh, Randy Bobandi Randy, yeah, Randy on Bobandi. the 12th, the night before. Cheeseburger so party? Or yeah. Cheeseburger picnic? He's coming on tour, CK. Yeah, but, yeah going oh, to no see shit. him. Yeah, I bought tickets today. Yeah. yeah and then the, uh, the next day of Borning is playing in uh, the. Well, actually. What I wanted to get to was this. Was uh, July fuck six? I think it was. I can't read it because I took a dumbass screenshot like an idiot. <laughs> but uh, Pornfieldsville, Illinois, up in Rockford, homeboy Sean puts it on. He asked us if he wanted to come up if we wanted yeah. to come up and do it. Didn't you table. say it was the twentieth, July twentieth? Yeah, maybe it, I might. Dude, it's I in July. We'll plug the shit yeah, out we'll of it. Plug but, the shit out of it. But we might be up there doing that. That'll be cool because so we missed yeah. that one last year. So yes, we did. I'd like to go check that out. Yeah. So that'd be good. Yeah, so as far as uh, the underground local, that's what I got. Fuck yeah. Uh, we've got some more Valentine's Day wishes. CK, we were doing this. We've had some serial killers send us some Valentine's regards, uh, even from the grave. We're channeling them. And so we've got a Valentine's Day wish, uh, Chris, from Ed Gein. And what does uh, Eddie have to say? Ed's a lover. Ed says, I dig you. I dig you. That's kind of a nice Valentine. It's kind of like those Valentine's chalk hearts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of appropriate for that little fucking crazy oh, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, for sure yeah. is. So. And uh, real quick, can I mention a couple things in the national scene? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I don't know if any of y'all heard this, but apparently uh, on the 4th of this February, Ozzy got put in the hospital with I flu complications that. and yeah. shit. And uh, he, he got put in. They were worried he was going to get pneumonia. And being as old as he is, it's not. Right, Good. right. But I just yeah, I, I, yeah. I read that. I, 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 I just read that he's doing um, he's doing better. So. Right, he's breathing on his own and everything yeah. else. So that's a good thing. Good. Ozzy's still, Ozzy's still kicking it. Him and fucking uh, what's his name, the singer or the guitar player for uh, Rolling Stones. Those dudes are gonna outlive oh, everything. Keith Richards. Yeah, Keith Richards. Yeah, that Those dudes are gonna, gonna outlive live forever. Everything. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then uh, nothing as, kills them. No, nothing does. No. And then I was saying before about some of these uh, band names that we were talking about earlier. Uh, Hatebreed put out some new dates with twenty uh, fifth anniversary. Yeah, with Obituary, Madball, Agnostic Front, Prong, and Skeletal Remains, dudes. So nice. that should be fucking pretty sick. Yeah, I saw that today. It's gonna be sick. Yeah, that should be fucking badass, show. man. I mean, you got the Godfathers of um, New York hardcore, fucking Agnostic Front, and those guys are sick live. Fuck yeah, dude! Along and, along with Roger Moret's brothers band Madball, so um, they, they, I've seen them. I've seen most of those bands live. I never saw Skeletal Remains, but all they they, they all kick ass. So yes, yeah, so yeah, dude. And then the last thing I was going to mention is I read that Morbid Angels getting ready to start writing for a new album and shit. So nice. They just put one out two years ago, right, so they're right. getting ready to do it again. Fuck, Fuck yeah, yeah, Morbid Angel. That's awesome, man. Well, I think we've done our best to metalize him. Uh, thanks, CK, for sticking through that Thank whole you, segment. Brother. 
No and, problem. I love it. Uh, awesome, man. And I think, CK, it's time to get our mayhem on. <laughs> sniffing sex. at your feed bag i love that <laughs> what the sex fuck? farm <laughs> little spinal that taps should be a fucking sex goddamn farm. grindcore cover sex farm yeah <laughs> yeah totally do it at the uh, porn fields of illinois dude, that'd be fucking great dude. that would be funny <laughs> that would be a good karaoke get somebody to fucking uh i've never looked to see if they've got any spinal tap dude karaoke. i bet you they do How that would be funny would i could be? do sex farm that <laughs> that's pretty good all right, well, we are in uh, mayhem. Great to talk to CK, always. Uh, always a good time. Some metal knowledge, and uh, we all had some good contributions in there. Finished up the Freddie Frankfurter saga <laughs> with that two-pronged fucking prank oh I played God, on The fact that. you sent him to dude's work is fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you I didn't want to disappoint. So Right, right, that's fucking good. Now, today is uh, the day we're recording this, February 12th, kind of a special day to me. Uh, usually the month of February just kind of fucks with me, uh, which is kind of weird because we both have birthdays here yeah. in February. We both have coming up back-to-back days, yep. which Mine's is crazy. Sunday and yours is Monday. Yes, yeah, 17th and 18th, <laughs> which is kind How of a funny crazy coincidence. <laughs> of course, I'm a couple uh, years older than you. Maybe. Yeah, one or two. Yeah. But... Uh, Tim uh, McClellan, a good friend, uh, former guitar player for Low 12, co-founder of the band, man. Uh, today is his birthday. Um, you know, Tim. He was a fucking amazing guy, dude. Dude, he was one of the most dominating fucking guitar players I ever played with. His tone yeah. was fucking brutal. And when he bit, played leads, it was just like in your fucking face. I mean, You're going to know he's wicked. jamming. Yeah, you know Arpeggios, he's I mean, like really wicked guitar playing. Always had that cigarette. He did, dangling <laughs> from his lips. And uh, he was just a great dude, a lot of fun to hang out with. Unfortunately, he committed suicide uh, February 25th, I think, uh, 2002. And while he had left the band prior to that, um, you know, obviously we're devastated. I mean, right. it's like one of our like, good dude, friends. You're the band, you are this band with us. Yeah. Right. I mean, he left because he wanted to do more death metal stuff than we were doing. And and it was just kind of a parting of the ways. But we still were friends. I right, mean, yeah, we were supposed to go to lunch yeah. that week, actually, because I was working uh, that week near where he worked. So we were supposed to hook up and then that happened and it was awful. Um, Tim, of course, you know, some of our listeners know of Tim and know of low 12. And so I thought, you know, I'd mention today being Tim's birthday. Now he appeared only on one low 12 album. He did a demo stuff with us, but uh flesh of the week, the very first one, the one with crawl space, which of course we use for the song. intro. Yeah, yeah. So, which is the fucking the whole album's fucking nasty. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I was always thought that that recording turned out really good. Fuck yeah. Uh, the only thing we didn't like was the snare drum. It was kind of a long story on that, but um, but Tim is on that one. And while we were recording the next one, which was Unfit for Human Occupancy, 
uh, was when the word that he came that came down that he was gone. Yeah. So it was definitely a rough time. And uh, as sad as it is to to think of that shit, it's yep. always cool, you know. Tim Tim was influential, and I'm even got my left forearm tattooed, tattooed with his portrait with yeah, Tim yeah. playing guitar. So he's always. So that- on my mind and so fuck yeah you know, happy birthday tim dude born on february died in february my birthday it's just like i said it's just a very weird month for me right. so i wanted to mention that about tim and uh mentioning his birthday so now we are in the new horns high studios man and we've finally. been talking about this for a while and we finally have. we are here we have you know it, it projects like this do take a while right especially when you got a we have jobs, in. you know. Yeah. Like, it's not like we're just doing this. Yeah, know? and we did. It isn't like fucking hired people out. To, I mean, one person obviously, right. but still, it isn't like we call a construction company and been like, "Hey, come do yeah. this." No, this is all right. DIY, like legit. Totally, totally. And then you know the paint job and stuff and was Kara one did. of a kind. I mean, the the job she did was really awesome. Uh, Kara did a really good job on the whole thing. You did an awesome job putting it together. Everybody that helped. I mean, we had all sorts of people from July seventh when yeah, it's the been actual, a while. When that's the day that we cleaned the garage out because it was filled with a bunch of stored like shit and totes yeah, that was we full. had to go through. It was and, full, and the kids were out here. We had I did a fucking dumpster, like a twenty yard fucking dumpster out there. We got rid of so much stuff and cleared this all out. And then you came out here. I remember we were talking about where we were going to put the wall. Right. Took some measurements. We wanted to separate it from the rest of the garage and have a little studio for ourselves and wound up making it slightly bigger than we had originally intended. But I'm glad we did. Yeah, no, it's a good thing we did, honestly. It would have been a little tight, actually, doing it the uh, other way. So I'm glad that it worked out the way it did. And uh, got everything finally in place. And some of the decor, I mean, I know we've got the reveal, the reveal video, video. So you really need to watch that, guys, if you haven't, on yeah, our YouTube channel. Uh, just go to Murder Metal Mayhem and you'll see it. Uh, the reveal video, but it shows all this stuff we've got up there. But yeah. what about these masks, dude? dude? Oh, God. Rick's fucking artwork on these masks is just oh man yeah rick fisher sick rick masks um we love these fucking things i mean he's got so many cool and i like i like the fact that you decided to get the uh display ones with the eyes in them instead of actual because uh it's not like you're gonna wear the masks anyway because they're they're fucking straight up badass you don't want (laughs) to that's custom artwork you don't want to ruin that shit Right, yeah, because the pogo mask is fucking sick. The yeah. zombie geen, the zombie. Geen. But of course, our boy Dominus over there, hail the, Dominus, the fucking venom black metal fucking head, is just oh, sick. Yeah. And the way you did it with the lights on it, dude, is dude, fucking I, I insane. fucking, I was like, I got this glass shelf, I got this LED light strip. This is gonna look badass. <laughs> and I remember when you plugged it in, and we were like, oh. <laughs> My God! Fuck yeah, that. dude! And that's the first thing you see when you open yeah, that right door. The door is Dominus lit up with, with the inverted flames. cross and the flames standing, the big flames of hell going across the it's whole. So wall. fucking awesome! Because Kara did a killer job with the flames, so it yeah, just looks so wicked. You know? 
And then the wall behind you with the blood fucking spatter. And, and the, the fact that she, uh, it's got the handprints on it. <laughs> yeah. And she got her kids to fucking her help kids, do it too. That way there was smaller handprints and shit to totally. make it look even more brutal. Oh yeah. Different shades of red and <laughs> browns to shade the color different. So blood dry and shit. Oh yeah. And yeah, we got a bunch got of kid. bloody tools and stuff up there with yeah, the it's so fucking nasty. stuff that we got like at a pawn shop and just like you said, man, DIYing it. Got the Ari Lehman fucking signed picture, first Jason. First we Jason. love that. And he getting uh, it first Jason. Big time. And he then of course our murder metal himself. mayhem banner. And uh, the skull, the lighted skull over there dude, in the, the corner. The skulls the shit, dude. Yeah. I forgot you got that. You sent me a picture of it that one day. I was like, where the fuck you get that? Right. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously CCK there watching over us. And uh, I thought about putting a mic on him maybe next week. <laughs> you should get him like a fucking in-sync headset. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to let him use my old mic stand maybe. Right, right. <laughs> and have a fucking mic hooked up to him, but we'll see. <laughs> so we're going to have some fun out here, but it's just really cool to see it all finally, finally. together. And we so spent good. so much time working on this and talking about it, like you said. So with this new studio now and all this cool shit going on, we're going to be doing more video and hopefully growing the podcast. That's the intent, you know, is to make this thing bigger. Yeah. 2019, trying to step it up. Because, video helps create, <clears throat> helps make it bigger. When people can, like see some shit, they're like, all right, I'll watch that shit. Yeah. And a lot of people listen to podcasts on YouTube, you know, or yeah. just watch and stuff on YouTube, obviously. But podcasters will typically put their episodes out there even if it's just the audio with the with graphic just their you know. logo or whatever right but it, i always find it better to have visual well sure especially people might be interested to see like you know like what do they doing? fucking look like <laughs> like that one guy that worked with dan yeah, who yeah. said that we look like we would hate each other or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I like, remember. who the fuck are these? These guys don't look like they would get along. Why do they even hang out? They would just hate each other. Like, what the fuck? Where do you come up with that shit? God damn it, we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's uh, it'll be interesting. And then some people might see what we look like on YouTube and be like, fuck this, I'll listen. I don't right, yeah, look, I don't even want to look at I don't want to look at these yeah. ugly bastards. Fuck them. So Whatever. <laughs> But uh, you see here, if you're watching us on YouTube, we got this table. It's got the blood spatter on it, and we've got some stickers, right, Chris? Yeah, different we got band some good stickers. Ones. Some, uh, we got this is my favorite one, though. That, that big Cannibal Corpse sticker is so sick. Yeah, the Cannibal Corpse one is good. And, uh, yeah, we got the Killer Culture Shop sticker on there. Yep. A couple other podcasts. Elbow Deep. Fucking, fucking Elbow Deep. Fucking Necro Cannibal Ass Grinders. Yeah, fucking The Mentors. Organ dealer, man. If you guys yeah. haven't heard organ dealer, those guys fucking rip. Check nice. them out. So bands fucking send us some shit, man. We'll you slap know? your shit on there. Yeah. So we'll you send it you. to Murder Metal Mayhem at P.O. Box 554, Hayworth, Illinois, 61745. And if you feel generous and you want to send us some swag, we'll fucking wear that shit. We'll Chris, you wear a large shirt. I wear a large. I yeah. wear a 3X. Speaking and, of swag. Yeah. Check out fucking uh, Murder Machine got? Clothing, man. Fucking Jason Murder. He does some badass shit. That's awesome. There's a dude. lot of the fucking uh, patches and shirts for a bunch of the bands in the underground. Nice. Check, check out uh, Murder, Murder Machine Clothing. 
Yeah, and you got the sick. hat from fucking Killer Culture Shop. The hat so. from Killer Culture Shop. So you're so just yeah. like a fucking race car driver with Dude, the fucking... <laughs> fucking Ricky Bobby over here, man. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. <laughs> if you don't like it, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, we got Ricky Bobby and Beavis and Butthead. We're really fucking ignorant, man. Kind of okay. goes with it, though, you know. It's good. We'll We're ride good. it out. Now, speaking of ignorant, we've got a really good one this week. Killer Cage match. Yeah, it's a freshie. Like we, we figured first time in the new studio, we would use what props we have available. Now, we happen to have two serial got, killers staring at each other on the wall here. Like, we got, like we said, fucking UFC stare down, fucking <laughs> dead Ed Gein. Right. And fucking goddamn John Wayne Gacy is right. Pogo. Right. So we've got these two guys fucking staring down each other. We thought originally we'll have them fight. But then we forgot that we would dominance. have a third guy in the fucking left out of this. Probably be mad. No, he'd probably fucking rain terror on the whole podcast. Probably. And we don't need that. No, so we, we don't want need to that. We have enough him. issues already. So we figured he's such a badass that these guys would have to team up. And I'm thinking with Zombie Gein, I he's mean, because Gein's kind of like, you know, like a little timid yeah, guy. Yeah, timid. But Zombie Gein might be a little more fucked, like a little more ferocious, yeah, maybe. Don't I don't fuck. know. Zombie don't give he's a fuck. He's already dead, like you said. Yeah. And Gacy in the fucking Pogo shit thought he was just fucking, you know. He was the king of the world. Right. So you got these two guys going up against Dominus. And now, I just noticed, is fucking CCK over there about to ref this shit? Probably <laughs> he's over there standing like he's a referee. Like, all right, he's gonna have to do ready. something because he's like right in the line of fire. There. <laughs> Hope he could fight. God damn! But, oh, he's a fighter. <laughs> yeah, that's for the, that's the truth. Now, what we do, you know, if anybody's listening first time, we have uh, our listeners on Facebook. We ask them to comment with some random numbers between one and sixty. And this week, since we already had the killers picked, we needed them to pick the just, objects. Yeah, just one number. Normally, right. each person picks two. This time, we only need one. So. Right. So we had but Thomas Owsley, Carolyn, and Chris's mom, known as affectionately as Mawback. What up, Mawback? And she, uh, all three of them provided us a number, a random number, and uh, those are the items because we have a list of 60 items. And so what did they come up with, dude? So we got us a chainsaw, nice. a cattle prod, and this one's been in here before. It, and has, it still cracks me up. It's the a good one. Double, the double-headed dildo, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think last time, didn't Gacy get the double-headed I, I dildo? Think da- I think Gacy Because he got all did. crazy with it, man. <laughs> it's something weird. <laughs> but so we got these two guys fighting Dominus right. with these three weapons. <laughs> In a cage. In a cage. Till death. Till death. So, But Gein's already dead, man. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, that's why I said, that being that he's zombie Gein, he stands a little bit more of a chance. But, dude, Dominus is so fucking evil over there. Oh. I, I don't know. I mean, honestly. No, Dominus wins. I'll give you my prediction. Yeah. I mean, I don't see how anybody's beating Dominus. Dominus just fucking... He gets some fucking goddamn venom ripping, starts headbanging, and just, you got to kill a zombie through the head. So one of Dominus's right. fucking horns just goes straight through his fucking head. Nice. Zombie Gein, done. What about Gacy, though? Because he's going to have his fucking handcuffs and shit. Oh. You think he's going to be able to cuff fucking you Dominus? You cuff Dominus. 
he's from another world. He's another being. Right. So, again, with the Dominus horn, he's going to make Gacy think he's getting something, something he enjoys, but oh, he's not going to enjoy He's going to put a horn in his butthole? He's going to put a horn in his butthole, <laughs> and then he's going to take that double-headed double dildo, oh, no. fold it in half, and shove that in there, oh, too. Oh, fuck. Just total ass annihilation, and that's how he dies. <laughs> wow. That's done. That's pretty great. Dominus wins. <laughs> I guess so. So Gein gets the fucking horn Just through the head. Horn through the head because that's He's how you got to kill a zombie. And then Gacy gets uh, anal mean, annihilation or ass annihilation. Yeah, whatever you I mean, call zombie that. don't need weapons. Or Dominus don't need weapons. No, he doesn't really. Nope, he wins. <laughs> so I, I, I can't disagree with you, dude. I mean, that's I, I would agree that Dominus is really unbeatable. I don't know how you're going to beat something so demonic and sick as that. He's uh, he's the spawn of Satan. Pretty much. All right. Well, I think that uh, that settles that. And so we appreciate you guys giving us the numbers. We'll keep doing Thank this. You. We've talked about expanding it into the metalhead thing with like uh, Bruce Dickinson and Rob Halford or yeah, Hetfield. And... Versus Ozzy, say, yeah. or some shit like sure. that. Like sure. A... So we joked around. We may do some mashup of it. We need to keep it fresh. So we'll try to keep doing that for you. But we appreciate you guys. Oh, we appreciate you guys submitting the numbers and being appreciate a part it, of it. Appreciate it. And thank you for listening again. Now, we mentioned this earlier. We've got kind of an interesting little uh, uh, thing to mention, something that I thought of. And, thought, you know, like, why not? Me. Yeah, why not try it out? See what yeah. happens. Because we meet, we always have a pre-show meeting uh, to kind of go over notes and just touch base on some things. We do things official, like we know what we're doing. That's Come right, on, man. That's right. I mean, I don't do a PowerPoint for it, but I mean, I could <laughs> totally could. <laughs> but uh, but no, we uh, we talked about doing something that we're trying to grow the podcast, trying to expand, and we're doing the YouTube thing, and we thought, well, you know. Might be kind of cool to sell some ad space. Yeah, um, anybody wants to advertise yeah. or whatnot. We don't want to go crazy with ads, but, you know, it doesn't hurt like to have, fucking, like, a tattoo shop or yeah, a fucking, fucking a bar that wants to advertise for some shows coming up, whatever. Well, 15, 20 seconds, yeah. 30, whatever, just some time. Yeah, so so anyway, what we're what we're getting at here is we're looking for motivated people that are interested in selling some commercials for the show. So if you're interested in that, and only serious people, you know, we don't want to deal with any bullshit. Don't fuck around. Right. Because this is like legit. What we're talking about doing is a commission-based pay. So you sell the ad, we give you a commission, and it would be a, a, a good commission. It's not like some... Not trying to rip you off. Totally not. But it would be based on how much you sell. So if you could sell... A bunch of ads, and you know you'll get more money, obviously. So, if you're interested, uh, you can email me at nyfan67. So, nyfan67 at gmail dot com, or message us on Facebook on the Murder Metal Mayhem page, and we'll get back to you with some details. But basically, that's how it would work. Right. So we might. Take on one, so got maybe two people, but that would be a good way for us to spend time doing other stuff, things we're trying to get ready for the show. And I don't have time 
to get out there and beat the street trying yeah, to sell ads. So. I don't even know where to begin how to do it anyways. So, like, I'm fucking dumb. And we're not just going to, like, turn you loose on your own. We'll sit down. We'll talk. Make sure, you know, you've got a good little shtick uh, together. I'll probably have some pre-written, like, email stuff that you could just copy and, and paste. Out and take, yeah. You know, real simple, but somebody that can really hit the streets with it. And you might make some extra cash. And uh, like I said, we'll pay legit. Uh, don't mind paying for good help. And we could always use some help uh, growing the yes. uh, podcast. So. so, yeah, if anybody out there has got the drive, the willpower, and the know-how, yeah, hit us up. Get a hold of us, and we'll give you some more details. Now, we do have um, another Valentine's Day wish here. This one comes from Dennis Rader, who is... The Had BTK. most people, yeah, BTK, <laughs> BTK, and what does he have to say now? He is alive. He's behind bars. Yeah, he's still there. So he 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 got a hold of us personally. Not really, but uh, yeah, BTK just wanted to let you guys know for Valentine's Day. He wants he bind, torture, kiss. Bind, torture, kiss. That's kind of a kiss. nice change of the bind, torture, That's kill. That's a little lighthearted for him. That is. <laughs> that, that is, and it's very tempting for some young lady to want to go right, like, and oh, have him bind, torture, and kiss Because there's him, some you know? chicks that are going to be bound up and tortured. Yeah. Maybe not the kill part so Probably much. not. Probably not the kill part. <laughs> but, you know, there's all kinds of women that go to these prisons and, like, get all crazy. Did you see that there was just something recent? about a woman who, I don't know if she actually, I think she did kill him. She killed her husband. She poisoned her husband to be with a dude on death row. Get the fuck out of here. No. And she got How'd caught. How'd that work out for her? Uh, she's in the joint. <laughs> she's, in, she's in death row in a yeah. women's prison. Fucking idiot. Like, like really? Dumbass. Like, why would you do that That's shit? Just leave happened. him. We, I'm yeah. going to look that up. I got to find that. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. So that's nice for Dennis Rader to give us some Valentine's Day wishes. So I think we've spread enough mayhem for this episode, dude. Oh, yeah. Let's tear it up with some right. uh, outro. Outro music. God damn it. Fuck yeah. yeah. Is that fucking uh, malevolent creations of shit? Is that recording? Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> just wanted <laughs> to make yeah. sure. All right. We uh we're doing some experimenting here with some video recordings, so just trying to Gotta make sure double check and make sure it's all right. Make good. sure the make sure the camera person is on the job. That's right. That's right. But she has a degree, and so she's more than qualified to run such an instrument. Push a button. <laughs> Hey, come on now. The the guild is going to threat, you know. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Come crashing down upon us. It's all Jen's idea, the podcasters <laughs> guild. That's right. That's right. Now we had some good bumper music this time. Spinal Tap, Accept, Wasp and Malevolent Creation. That was the all last love band. songs. Yeah, all love songs. Uh thanks to everybody listening out there. You fuckers kick ass, man. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, you awesome. guys fucking are the shit. Thank Especially you our new that. friends in Norway, man. Thanks, guys. You guys are fucking awesome. 
They know their metal in Norway. They do, dude. And I'm waiting on my shirt. It's shipped. The church. Oh, the church one? Yeah. That's fun. Hotter than a church in Norway. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's going to be fucking awesome. So... All That's right, comedy shit. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the first comment we got here, All right, dude? man? All right, so Tommy Slick, what's up, Slick? <laughs> <laughs> well, not hey, sorry, Slick. I think about fucking uh, the one dude from Hobo with the shotgun. The, the, oh the yeah, brothers, the, the one's, brothers. Yeah. One's brother name was Sitz. Now Slick, is right? Like, <laughs> so yeah, don't there get come, your dick shot off. <laughs> there comes Hobo with the shotgun again. Yeah, shot his dick off. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Tommy Slick says, uh, I can't stop listening to this podcast at work. I pissed off some people, that's for sure. This one bitch tried to get the boss to make me shut it off. Fuck that. <laughs> but I've turned some people on to it for you guys. So fuck yeah, dude. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, fuck Thanks, that Tommy. bitch. Listen to what you want. This is America. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a good one. Rachel McCormick commented, we love you guys in Toronto. I've got six friends of mine that are listening to the podcast now. If you ever go on tour, please come to Toronto. That'd be cool. You That'd know? be cool. I don't know. I don't Hopefully know if we ever point, make it there. Yeah, if we ever make it that point, we'll make it to Toronto. That's right. Well, you know, if we get but somebody yeah. out here fucking moving some ads and getting our name out there, maybe we could uh, work get, something in, do a tour someday. That'd be fun. All right, what's the next one, dude? This is a good one. Oh, this is uh, I love I love this person's uh, username. It painted nipples eighty nine. <laughs> Hi, painted nipples. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I love it, dude. Okay, so uh, she, she said that dude Freddie sounds like a real winner. I think it a date. I think I dated a guy who had a brother like that. Talks so much shit. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that everybody knows somebody like that. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Rob Franks commented, "CK is the man." I've been jamming the fuck out of Cannibal Corpse ever since last week. I also dig Watchtower, and it was cool to hear him bring yeah. those guys up. So. Dude. Always CK, man. Oh, fuck. I meant to bring this up to CK. Hey, CK, if you're listening, I meant to bring this up. I have been checking out that fucking blotted science that Alex Webster. Yeah. Or, was it out? No. Yeah, it was Alex Webster, the bass player. Yeah. He fucking, yeah, dude, I've been checking out that blotted it's science. Ridiculous, it's fucking dude. awesome, man. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, CK, if you're listening, fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, again, we hear that a lot with people getting turned on to stuff from hearing CK talk about it. Another Valentine's Day wish. This is the last one. Uh, this one comes from the grave. It looks like Jeffrey Dahmer had something nice to say. Chris, yeah, he's, uh, all he wanted to let you all know was you ladies, or you dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. You were so hot, I could eat you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so that's a nice Valentine <laughs> from Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. So thanks Letting to- you boys know what's up. <laughs> Thanks to Donnie from KillerCultureShop.com for the Valentine's Day buttons he sent me. Yeah, go check his sick. site out, man. He's got some great stuff. Chris, your your Bundy hat, and uh, I got a shirt from him there, too. So he's just a oh, good yeah. dude. Another, you know, small business guy doing it on his own. He's from Indiana, uh, but a good guy. So check him out. All about the true crime and oh uh, yeah horror fucking merch dude get he had it. some good, good stuff shit. manson he had i'm uh, looking at this fucking jim manson jones. family first sticker on the table right here dude. right jim jones had ed gein bunch of cool yeah, stuff bunch of good shit 
Uh, don't forget to go to MurderMetalMayhem.com to pick up one of our shirts, koozies, or stickers. And you can listen to all the shows streaming there, or you can listen to us anywhere. Go to Murder Metal Mayhem on YouTube and uh, subscribe so you can find out when we yes, post stuff. Like we said, we'll be doing more videos now that we got yeah. shit hooked up. Yeah, a lot more video. Um, and then make sure you go check out that reveal video that we did at the New Horns High Studios because it's uh, it, it turned out good, and we've got some good feedback on that. You can also go to PeteAltieri.com if you want to pick up one of my books. If horror Don't do it. suspense is your thing, <laughs> don't do it. Uh, we can't let them go, though, without hearing some karaoke. Now, yes. this week... We had a really special guest come in here to sing yeah, with me. Like we said, my we've sister. been talking about this for a while, but your sister Stacy, dude, she's a fucking amazing. Yeah, man. she's got a great voice and she does legit shit. And it was yeah. just the contrast was awesome. Man. Oh yeah, and we kind of <laughs> handpicked, you know, some love type Valentine's Day songs. We uh, got to a little do taste together. of it before the, we in the did intro, a little Bon intro. Jovi. <laughs> so we're gonna play the whole. Uh, bon Jovi song that plus you heard. Plus another one. Plus another one. i you what it is. That's really funny. You have to listen to it. And we've already got another one or two already kind of in the Lined works that, in the we, future. that we want to do something else. So Stacy's really awesome. Yeah, Her band, uh, Audio Faction, if you guys yeah. are ever in Central Illinois, look for them. They play around different bars or whatever. Yeah. They, they do cover songs. Yeah. But they the band's great. Her vocals, her voice is amazing. So Right. If you ever want to check her out live, yeah, look go up check Audio her out. Faction. Audio Faction, yeah, in Central Illinois, and so uh, so we'll play both the songs in their entirety, so you can get to hear this ridiculous shit that I did with her. And so, until next time, keep one foot in the gutter and your fist in your enemy's face. Shut to the heart and your too pain, darling. You give love a bad name. It's what you sell You promised me heaven And put me through hell Change of love Got a hold on me When passions are prison You can't break free Oh, you're a loaded gun Oh, there's nowhere to run No one can save me The damage is done Shut to the heart and you're to blame. You give love a bad name. I pay my part and you pay your game. You give love a bad name. Yeah, you give love a fucking bad name.
Mother, man.